You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Ladies easy. and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent now, and now. horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Good Tuesday morning, ass family. I do have to start the show off with this. Now, look, I, I, I've been a good Arnie. I have not ruined any of the Olympics for anybody because they're 14 hours ahead of us there. I'm not planning on ruining anything. I'm not going to give you anybody who won or lost. I do have to let you know because it will be everywhere today. That Simone Biles, the self-imposed greatest of all time, will miss the finals of the team Olympic trial or uh, competition I guess she hurt her I I don't know she's got a medical issue now they don't know if she's going to do the rest of the games but let me just say this right now she ain't no Carrie Strug uh-uh no Sari Bob you know what Carrie Strug did Carrie Strug let that Russian fella Probably spit on the ankle, tape that shit up, and then go out and win gold. That's what Americans do. That's what the greatest of all time do. Simone Biles, not quite. I, I'm I, I'm sad that her Olympics are possibly over. Not much a gymnast can do in real life. Maybe write a book. Start a gymnastics school. There's not a pro-gym league. So I, I just wanted to get that out there. That's Simone Biles. Uh, out. <laughs> no way to spoil something I'm not going to watch. Well, look, look, if I didn't say it, you were going to hear it somewhere today. It's a, they, they aren't going to hide that story from everybody. I'm just letting you know. Let's get to some good morning, shall we? Uh, let's see, uh, Straight Fire, what up, ass? Enjoy a taco, why don't you? You too, Straight Fire. Douglas, happy uh, Taco Tuesday, ass family. Dave Co says, good Tuesday morning. Sup, everyone. What's up, Dave Co? Douglas says, hello, Dave Co. Do you identify as first today? Braddy Kid, uh, good morning to you. You're first. You called it on the week, so uh, good morning, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Dave Co says, in my mind, I'm always first. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Mad Hatter says, good taco ass. Sassy Pammy, the home wrecking show record, says, good morning. Arise, good morning to you in Oklahoma. Yeah, Ann Carey Strug did it while looking like a chipmunk. You're damn right she did. Guy, I'm going to say, Carrie Strug, goat. She's the goat. I, I like Simone Boy. I, I, I thought she was a great story. I thought it was awesome. I liked her swag. I like her confidence, putting a goat on the uniforms. Can't have a goat on the uniform if you're going to hob. And, and look, I saw the landing. I didn't see any bones pop out. She could do porn. She could. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she'd be she'd be a star. Alicia says, happy Taco Tuesday, ass amigos. Well, uh, good morning to you. Lots to get to today. We have a ton of listener mail, which is brought to you by JS Floors. 
uh, which we'll get to in the second segment of the show. Lots and lots of cool stuff in there. And then all the news that we have to get to on the day. Let me just say, uh, the, the world is so crazy right now. And the more I'm looking at the world, the more I'm really seeing it. The world is full of nothing but bad actors that are doing the same things over and over again, and we're allowing them to do so. Remember how I brought it up yesterday on the show? All this access now that the media is getting for Joe Biden, on the campaign trail, you couldn't find the man. His, his aides, his whatever he had around him shut him up, did not let him talk. And this old man is unraveling. I don't know if it's because of the pressure or what, but this was him yesterday at the Oval Office. If it plays. It's just to be available to continue to train, to assist, to help. And Talking to, about to Iraq. ISIS as it, as it arrives. But uh, Wait. we're not going to be by the end of the year in a combat mission. You are such a pain in the neck, but I'm going to answer your question because you've known each other for so long. It has nothing to do with Iraq. The answer. (laughs) She's asking about something that we're going to talk about, how the uh, VA, along with the state of California, are requiring things, and, and we'll get to it here in just a second. But he looks at her, and he calls her a pain in the neck. And he's doing it in his, his oh-so-Jewish kind of kidding way, but not really kidding way. H- how many days on this show are we going to talk about his m- mental ability not to do this job? You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. What are you talking if, about? If your kid wanted to find out about whether COVID. or not there were, there's a man on the moon. What does or, that have or, to do or, with you know, COVID? Something, or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who are the people huh? they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? Probably their parents, asshole. We went for two reasons. One, to... Huh? What? Bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. As that I said, you feel good? we went yeah. to the president of the United States of America. I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Now, what this reporter is calling Joe Biden out is something that the VA is doing. And now the state of California is requiring a vaccine or testing for state workers. So that means the state is not making you get a shot. But if you don't have the shot, you're going to have to probably be tested every single day. Now, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if there's something in these vaccines that in a year is going to make us, you know, mindless followers of whatever's happening in the world. This is like, I, 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 
I'm not understanding any, like, like literally, I'm honestly, I have a hard time right now. Uh, Kaiser is having us do that, too, uh, basically saying get the jab or get weekly tested. The Democrats are going to force us to get it. They're going to try. They can't. Legally, they can't. What they can do for state workers is that's a requirement. They can, look, hey, they can do that. Your offices can do it. You don't have to get a shot. And by the by the way, by the way, like like I've not cared about this whole vaccine since it started. And because those that are unvaccinated pose such a threat to the vaccinated. I that's the thing I don't get. Like honestly, like, look, ask family. Let, let's have a conversation here. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really, really pretty well read. Pretty smart. I'm pretty well read. I, I, I know what I'm talking about most of the time. I, I literally have no clue what's going on in our world right now. Nothing to me makes sense. We have journalists, first of all, that allow certain politicians to get away with pretty much anything they want, and no one calls them on it. I've never lived in an America like that. And by the way, if you throw out a question about that, then you're a racist somehow. They shout you down. Because the big networks have the way to shout you down. They have the networks. I don't understand that. I don't understand... Why we closed everything down last year. Why we are in such disarray as a country over a cold. I will go to my deathbed saying this is nothing more than a cold. That you have a 99.79% chance of surviving without the vaccine. Now, I imagine you're sitting at home right now saying, Arnie, you got the vaccine. I got the vaccine, but I didn't think it was going to work. I got the vaccine so I can have that card to where I don't have to wear a mask and I don't have to get tested. That's why I I got the shot. I got it so people don't fucking hassle me. That is the only reason. They can pay for my weekly testing, and if I get a false positive, they can pay me for two weeks to fuck off. Yeah, there you go. Why is it so important that everybody gets vaccinated? Well, that way we can acquire herd immunity. Well, that doesn't make sense. There are parts of this country that haven't gotten the vaccinated vaccination. I'll, I'll name two parts, Florida and Texas. And what the media will try to tell you is, oh, the numbers are up. Numbers are not up. By the way, the way the numbers are up is like four people got it, and last week one person had it. Oh, my God. Four people got a cold. Control, that's why. Yeah, straight fire, I believe in that. I believe that this is a way to try to control us. But that's how everything is slowed down in America because the cop hasn't shot anybody in a while. Now, I'm not saying that to be mean to the police. I'm not at all, because I'll say this. Most of the shootings that I've seen that that people are riding out on the street for are are justifiable shootings. 
Derek Chauvin was not justifiable. But if someone had complied, I'm not going to say any names, George Floyd, you'd probably still be here or at a rehab clinic somewhere. Like, like this doesn't make sense to me. If the cops are so bad and we want them out, why aren't they doing bad shit every single day that we're seeing on TV? You want me to defund the police? And, and there's another thing that we've talked about on this show. Defunding the police. Who in God's green earth wants to defund the police? Like, like th- this to me makes zero sense. And I, I know I've said this plenty of times about it making zero. It makes less sense now. We have crime running rampant through California, New York, Chicago. And by the way, by the way, I'd like to tell you guys, nothing's being done about it. And I'm not trying to put down the police because the police are doing their jobs. They're doing what they can, but they're undermanned, they're understaffed. And, and by the way, now they're told they can't do their jobs. Criminals want to defund the white, uh, defund the police, suburban white people, and criminals. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. He probably still would have died in the back of that cop car. Well, but look, George Floyd thing, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. But Derek Chauvin, he used too much force. We, we, can, all, we, we, we can all agree on that. But the, the, the world that we live in, where, where athletes are taking knees at the Olympics, I used to think as a kid I would get choked up watching, you know, a, an Olympic athlete get a gold medal and then play the national anthem. That was, that was a, a feeling of pride that we used to have in this country. Now I just shake my head. I, I just say, shake my head and think in my head. I'm not going to ask it, but man, oh man, I can't wait to see what happens next. I, I don't know. It just, it, it's really, really pissing me off. And they give Fauci the fucking, the, the reins to run. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I really wish somebody would fucking assault him. Remember that assault that happened to fucking poor Rick Moranis? Rick Moranis was out on the streets in New York. He was a homebody, but he went out one day. He's walking on the street, and some guy just fucking flat out punched him in the face. Why can't that happen to, to, to Fauci? Oh, I'm praying for it. I, I am praying for that. That'd be so awesome to see that. To watch, to, to watch Fauci, Tony Fauci, get fucking sucker punched. And here's another fucktard that needs to be sucker punched. Gavin Newsom, who has compared people who aren't vaccinated to drunk drivers. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, let me just, Whoa. Oh, Gavin. Gavin, 
Do you know how many mothers you just angered? Every single one that is against drunk drivers. To equate not getting a shot to getting behind the wheel of a car when you're intoxicated and you could take out an entire family. Good morning, Hangtown Jen. How are you? Who's this idiot, Blackwell? Uh, CNN anchor Victor Blackwell says, it's time for the governor bring back universal mask mandate regardless of vaccination status. Okay. Why then have the fucking vaccination if I have to wear a mask? Can anybody, can anybody tell me? I, and I'd like to be, I, I, I want you to be serious. Not control. I would like a medical reason why vaccinated people have to wear masks. He says he continues to say, look, we don't even need to have that debate. If we can just get everybody vaccinated that's not vaccinated, that's refusing to get vaccinated, that's living vaccine-free and impacting the rest of us. It's like drunk drivers. You don't have the right to go out and drink and drive and put everybody at risk, including at your own life. You have the right not to get a vaccine, though, dumb shit. Doing well. Huge headache from the smoke when hanging in there. Sorry to hear that. God dang. It's completely illogical. Does not compute. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ratburger just texted me. Uh, listen to your show. I am not pro-vaccine. Never had a flu shot because I never needed it. I got the shot because I knew as a defense subcontractor I'd probably be required at some point Uh but I was hesitant at first because of the no- unknowns. Well, that has all been proven that they, they work and don't cause harm, most people. So I think unless anyone has a medical reason or real fear, they should probably go get it uh, in the nightmare that corona crap has put on us. Someone doesn't get the shot for purely political reasons, then they're dumb as fuck. Okay. That, that, that's what Ratburger says. Look, I, I don't care why you get it or don't get it. I, 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 like I said, I don't care. Oh, yeah. CNN also compares January 6th insurrection to September 11th. Boy, I, I haven't seen that. And it, that's a good thing that I haven't seen that. Are you fucking kidding me? They're comparing what happened on January 6th to September 11th, an attack on America? Oh, my God. Oh. By the way, by the way, does that mean that all the rioting that happened last summer as well, is, is that all comparable also to 9-11? Because if not, it should be. Let's see. Dave Coe sent me a text. If you're fully vaccinated, you can resume activities that you did before the pandemic without wearing a mask or physically distancing, except required by laws, rules, regulations, or local guidance. Members of your family who are unvaccinated, have weakened immune systems, or underlying medical conditions need to continue to take steps to protect themselves from COVID. Well, wait a second here. 
I appreciate this, Dave Coe, but I would like to know what laws and rules and regulations or local guidance. I'd like to know what training they have to tell me I have to wear a mask if I've gotten the vaccine. I have no problem. I have no problem with anyone not getting the vaccine. It is your body. It is your choice. Don't care. But I'd like to know why now I, who have fun. See, this is the thing I fucking hate more than anything. And I hate this in stores, and I hate this anywhere. If I follow your rules, and I follow the map, I've done my part. Okay? I stood and I waited for 30 minutes for my table to be complete, or, or, or ready to open. Then I sit at said table. Now I'm planning to order, but if you're going to change the rules and say, well, you can't order yet, you have to sit here for 20 minutes first. I'm going to leave the restaurant because I have followed your fucking rules. I have followed it this whole time. Give me my fucking country back. Did you see that the uh, state employees are net? Yes. Uh, Hangtown Jen, that's what started all this. Yes. Guys are doing the same thing with it. Um, well, the reason they, they Kaiser haven't made it mandatory is because they'd lose a ton of nurses and support staff. Yes, and they know that. See, look, look. If your job says that and you're willing to get tested every week, what they're going to try to do is about 62% of people have taken the vaccine in America. They need eight more percent. Okay, that's what that, that's what they need. They need about eight more percent of people. And by doing what they're doing now with state workers, with Kaiser, with all that kind of stuff, is that they just need like one out of every, every 10 people that aren't vaccinated to get a vaccine. That's all they need. And they're going to put these stupid-ass fucking bullshit rules in place until one out of every ten people fall in line. Yeah, Douglas, you are absolutely right. This is all coercion and manipulation. Things that the government does better than anybody. So that's why they're allowing those of us that don't want it to get tested. Yes, they have to. They have to give you another reason. They know that they can't get, was it here in Texas where those nurses got fired because they didn't get the shot? They know that in liberal California, look, and I'm, I, I don't think it was right that they fired those nurses, first of all. That'd be like a doctor telling you you have to get an abortion. Would you allow that? Would you allow, I, I'm just wondering. Would that be allowed in our country now? Let's say that you work for the state of California and you got knocked up. Hey, man, we got a big, we got a big 10 months coming up. I'm sorry, but you can't be pregnant during that 10 months. We need you. So you're going to go ahead and need to get that thing aborted. It's the same thing. It, it, it's the exact same thing, what these businesses are telling you. Go to HR today, if, if you don't like your job. Go to HR today and ask them, can you guys tell me why or, or to get an abortion? Can you tell me to get an abortion here at work? 
Well, of course not. Don't be ridiculous. Then look at him and go, well, why is it I have to get a shot? Well, it's for the safety of others. Well, what if I birth out a fucking future serial killer? Is, is, that, is that your excuse too? Not many people realize this, and it's a true story, and you have to look this up. In 1990, the number, the, the, the rate of prison incarcerations hit an all-time low at that time. And do you want to know why? Do you know what it, it, it coexisted with? An all-time low number of brand-new people to the prison. Because 1990 was 18 years after 1972, which is when Roe versus Wade was adjudicated. The simple reason why prison numbers went down in the 90s is because those kids were aborted. They go hand in hand with one another. So you have that now in your back pocket to use at HR and go, well, wait a second. Prison numbers went down in the 90s because abortion proved to, you know, get rid of the bad people in society. Why not now? Yep, Alicia, you nailed it. In California, you can't uh, attend any state college or state university if you don't provide proof that you're vaccinated. I'm sure that there's an out for it because it's the public schools and they can tell you, you know, because they want kids to get vaccinated for everything. And there are a lot of anti-vax parents out there for every vaccination under the, un, under the sun. And I know you're talking about COVID right now, and I get it. But there are plenty of parents out there that anti-vax. And, and look, like I said, I don't understand it anymore, people. I wish I did. I wish I had somebody really smart that could sit down and just explain all this to me. Whether either I get it or I just completely disagree with it. Most likely I'm going to disagree. Let me just say it. I am going to disagree with it completely. Harrison says, as long as your child doesn't wear a MAGA hat and wave a Trump flag around the Capitol, I don't see a reason to abort it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, we got the California thing out the way. I love this. With virus surge, U.S. to keep travel restrictions for now. Uh, virus surge? Wait, 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 wait. If there's such a giant surge of it, yet, according to the president, not his press secretary, if you get the shot, you're not going to get sick, okay? Let, let, let's all pretend that. Let's, let, let's live in Joe land, shall we? Where you eat ice cream for every meal. Joe said it, you can't get sick if you get the vaccination. Joe said it. I'm, I'm just saying, Joe said it. So, um, what's this surge then? If 62% of Americans have gotten the shot, that means a minority of Americans, 48%, have not gotten the said shot. What surge is this? By the way, why does everybody have to wear a mask on a plane? 
If I show you my card, I shouldn't have to wear a mask on a plane, should I? Oh, now, now, Douglas, that's just not fair. Unless you're coming into the country illegally, no restrictions here. Oh, they come into the country not wearing masks, and their corona numbers are through the roof. But we're letting them in. TDAP, DTAP, TDAP, and DTAP. It's starting out with a beautiful day in Northern California with some sprinkles of rain. Oh, there you go. That's nice. It's going to be hot as a motherfucker here again today, even more humid today. That sucks. Those are the only ones required for school. Meningitis isn't required, which is far scarier than polio. Marco, which was eradicated. Look, here's the deal. I, you know what? I don't even know what the deal is. I, I, I thought I literally, and, and this was stupid on my part, and I know it's stupid on my part. I thought since the Democrats, and, and, and I can blame them now because they're the party in charge, but whoever is really in charge, they got their way. Look, 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 they got their way. They closed all of America. The orange man is out of the office. The, the, the left controls all branches of government, minus the Supreme Court. Even though the Supreme Court is ruling a lot down in the middle right now, which is what they should do. This idea that, oh, we got a right-wing judge in there. We got to do what's right for the right-wing. No, we got to do what's right for the country. And at least those justices in the Supreme Court are doing so. And do you know why they're doing so? Because both sides are mad at them. Republicans are mad because they're not they're not conservative enough. Liberals are mad because they aren't being fucking liberal enough, and they want to still pack the court. And you just have to shake your heads and go, "What more do you want? What more do we have to give you?" What more do we have to give up? We gave up our First Amendment rights for 2020. We couldn't peacefully gather with our families at Christmas or Thanksgiving. We couldn't go to church. Those are two big ones in that First Amendment. Uh, Alicia, do you know how many years the meningitis and polio vaccines were around before they were required? Like, had they been in the system for years and people getting the shots willingly before they mandated? I ask because I'm concerned with the lack of time on the market, the lack of time testing, side effects, etc. for these COVID vaccines. And you have every right to be. Uh, let's see, got this text in one more thing. I think the vaccine is proving to work. Well, see, long term. But was it ever needed? Nope, just hype. Like all of corona, and especially masks. Vaccine or no vaccine, still, everyone has their own choice. I just hope people be rational and make decisions about their shot for real personal reasons and not because of their politics. Politics get nowhere in our personal lives. You're absolutely right. 
if you get the travel, if you get the COVID vaccine because you think it's going to work, more power to you. I, I, I have no, I have no false hope about this thing working for me. I hadn't gotten it before. I may have gotten it since. I, I, I don't know. I didn't get tested because honestly, to me, it's a cold. I don't. I, I do not go to CVS and go. Are you guys doing cold testings right now? I might have one. That, that that's our world. That that's the world that we live in. Now I look. I I don't have a problem with it. It just sucks. So I guess I do have a problem with it. I'm so happy that the governor is not mandating masks in the state of Texas. Though the city of Austin's about to sue the state of Texas over it because there are people there in Austin that want to wear masks. It, how, how crazy is that? They're going to sue the state of Texas so they put a mask mandate in place. Uh, mind is blown. Just craziness. And, and, and let me just say this right now. I don't want this to happen because this will affect my show September 17th at the Esquire IMAX. Wouldn't it be something if Gavin Newsom locked down the state of California that month? Oh, it just so happens to be the same month of the recall election. Hmm, interesting. Isn't it very interesting? I, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just it, it's gotten to the point where do I think it's funny? I, I don't think it's funny anymore. I really don't. I, I think it's more sad than anything. The only thing worse would be to have COVID and live in Chicago with this. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief. That, that, that's actually you, uh, Miss Mayor, I guess. Did those Texas Democrats come back home yet? Nope. They're still in D.C. They got hammered over the weekend because they were asking for things that D.C. didn't have. They wanted Dr. Pepper and things from Texas. They wanted their constituents to send it to them. Even though they're getting $220 a day per diem to be there. Well, I tell you what, you give me $220 a day to eat, motherfucker, please. I am getting a $100 steak every day that I am there. Best steakhouse in D.C., just give me sitting reservations. What fucking drives me crazy is people are suing the government to take away more of our rights. Yes, because they're stupid. They're scared. They're scared of this dreaded coronavirus. Oh, my God. Now, some people who have life-threatening issues, I understand why they're a little nervous about it. Uh, my boyfriend's parents got it, unbeknownst to them, just a cold and mild for that. Unfortunately, it prevented them from going to Hawaii with us. 
as they tested positive. Huge disappointment after planning it over the past two years and paying for the entire family. That sucks. And that's the world that we live in. We also live in a world where the headline speaks this. This is an unapologetic Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago, Gollum, defends speaking only to reporters of color. Quote, I would absolutely do it again. I don't even have to read the story. I can just go from there. This woman is a fucking racist. Now, I know that word gets thrown around a lot at white people. Like Morgan Wallen for saying a word. Now, if Morgan Wallen was in concert, stopped a song because there was a black person in the front row and said, hey, get this N-word out of here, I could see us sitting down and having a conversation that this guy might in fact be a racist. He called his friend the N-word, which we've heard many, many black people do as a term of endearment. They did not let that fly, mainly because A, he's white, and B, the most important one, he's Southern and he's a country music singer. Yet the mayor of the third biggest city in America will only grant interviews to black reporters. That is racist. I, I look. I, I I I will I will sit and argue with you all you want, and then I will punch you square in the fucking mouth as hard as I can, if you still don't understand how this is racism. When you uh, when when you don't allow groups that are different color than you to participate in same events as you, that is racism. And you base it all on the color of skin, that is racism. I don't care if you're brown, black, yellow, white, red, fucking polka dot. I don't give a fuck. Uh, They don't need a per diem because they're not on official business. If they were, then all their legislation would be on that trip. Not just a few days. Look, look. Kale, they're getting paid to be there. I imagine the Democratic Party is giving them money to do this. And by the way, the special session is almost over. And Governor Wheels has already come out and said, look, I'll, I'll just, I'll have another special session. And then another one after that, and another one after that, and another one after that, and another one after that. Do your fucking job. Do you know, honestly, Friday, you remember when I did the show and I broke down? I'm so tired of people not doing their jobs. I didn't go out this weekend. I I, I really didn't go out and do a lot this weekend because, honestly, I'll tell you this right now, I was afraid that I was going to, to, to just go off on someone not doing their fucking job. Can you just do it, please? I know so many people, so many people on this show Alicia has to go and help sick people each and every day. Why? She loves it, but she loves her job, and she does her job. Bratty Kid, let me let me let me let you in on a little secret. Bratty Kid has a shit job here in Texas. 
I'm just going to tell you that right now. You better turn your radio down if you're there. Awful. And you wouldn't think how that this place could be that bad. It is a fucking nightmare. And yes, she's looking for other work. But do you know what she does when she goes to work? She does her fucking job. Dave Co. I imagine you're not having a lot of fun outside on a roof in 100-degree weathers, but you know what you're doing? You're doing your job, as every family member does their job. The sad thing is that could have all been prevented. Arnie got me uh, Alabama two tickets years ago when we planned our national trip, and we were going to do everything in our power to make sure we could go. That meant a simple shot. Yeah. Do their jobs. No one wants to work. We can't hire anyone in hospitality. We have no one to do their jobs. BZ, that, I, I'm glad you brought that up. This is the problem with the people that are in charge of whatever state that you're in. BZ, right now, you're on the border of two states that are run by Democrats. Sadly, Nevada. Nevada, what happened to you? I, 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 you can blame Las Vegas and California all you want. But man, oh, man. So sad that this this governor Sackadix, he's all he is is Gavin Newsom fucking little a lap dog. Oh, hey, hey, Gavin, hey, Gavin, what are you what, what are you gonna do? Oh, are you gonna lock him down? Okay, I'll lock my people down too. That's all he does. And when they lock him down, they have to pay him to stay at home. There be these people are still being paid right now, busy. This is the thing. And I remember when this was happening. And you were worried that you weren't going to have a job. I'm telling you right now, this is the time. I have a listener mail about it. If you want to get a better job, right now is the time to do it. Because once all the government fucking stimulus has been handed out, and it will come to an end, my friends. Oh, it will. When that stimulus ends, those jobs don't have to pay you dick anymore. They have to pay minimum wage. That's the only thing they're required to pay. So, this time right now is the time to get a job. Just saying. I never thought I'd be in a class of people, workers who would be uh, required to take the vaccine. I am not essential. I don't come in in contact with the public on a regular basis. It's simply because my check comes from the state of California that they can now mandate how I receive the check. It's so interesting to be on this kind of thing. Isn't it weird that your company or your state, the, the, what you do, you used to do it from your home, and now you got a job for the state? Why can't you just do it from home? Why can't you go to your boss and say, look, I used to do this from home. I could just stay at home and do this. I don't have to wear a mask there. It's almost the kind of rules I expect for a welfare recipient. Like, if you want the state's money, you'll fuck. Fuck. Welfare recipients and fucking shit like that, they don't have any rules to follow. No, that's free money. You You can't expect that. That's against their rights. I would love to see if you had a if you were getting welfare, you had to get drug tested. Shit. Motherfuckers, America would be rich again. 
I read an article that people were suing the government to continue unemployment, and I'm like, why? There's so many jobs that be cut. Look, busy. Because they are fucking idiots. These are the people that we all have problems with at whatever fucking store or business they work at. They're the shitty cab driver. They're the awful grocery store employee. They're the hardware store employee that won't help you that hides from their boss. I don't know. Maybe because I always had fun jobs, I never hated any of my work. You know what? I take that back. I hated when I was a a, a telemarketer. I fucking hated it. But do you know what I did? Each and every night, I did my job. I tried. I wasn't good at it. And the reason why I had to do that job is because I stole from Foot Locker. I stole a pair of shoes. A guy who was in, uh, like, like I, I stole a pair of shoes for a guy that's all set. I'm not proud of that. Did it. I got fired. Rightfully so. I should have been taken to jail. My dad talked to the manager. My dad said, I can get him a job that he won't ever want to ever have to come back to. And he gave me the telemarketing job, and I sucked at it. It was terrible. Shit. I was selling concert tickets for a special ed, you know, night. With Lori Morgan. I I still remember it. I did my job, though. And I know, Arnie, that's true. I was nervous, and now the industry is booming again. It's booming again, but people like you are going to get a bad name because there aren't enough people to fill your spots. It's where you got to take on more responsibilities. I have a love-hate relationship with Kaiser. Fortunately, I have the ability to be able to go on call and hold a position outside of Kaiser, which is exactly what I'm going to be doing here very shortly. Big opportunities coming my way. Great. You know why? Because you do your job. You see this? This is what I love. This is one of my favorite things to see on this show. I love to see the Ass Family thriving. I love it. I know exactly what Alicia's talking about. Thriving. Why? It's simple. You go to work and you do your job. That's all. You don't let shit slip through the cracks, and if you do, you own up to it and you make it right. That's it. Just do your job. We will all end up with uh, QR codes to confirm our vaccination status. We should be doing that for our sexual predators and pedos. Crazy how criminals have more rights. It is, it, it, it's amazing. It's amazing that criminals, welfare recipients, because you can't ask for drug tests. That's a violation. They can ask for fucking money, and we give it to them, but we can't say, well, we don't want to give it to drug addicts. Well, it don't matter. You, you got to give it no matter what. Well, we don't have to. And it's all stemmed from this mayor who doesn't do her job. You have to be interviewed by everybody, hon. Not just the black reporters, you fucking racist. Uh, speak, now, now, this guy has officially jumped the shark. And, and, and I'm here to tell you, John Oliver, you are not safe, my friend. No, no. John Oliver, you, I, I tell you what, you better bring your military wife with you everywhere you go. 
since that's your little fucking go-to move, you married a gal in the military so you can say all this shit about America. Okay, motherfucker. He believes, are you ready for this? He believes the United States government should pay monetary restitution to black Americans to compensate for this country's past racism. Quote, Blimey's the only really strange thing about it, he argued, is we haven't done it yet. Who am I giving reparations to? I, I would just like to know. Who? See, these, these white folks that come out and ask for reparations, I'm just going to let you know something. You're racist because you're stereotyping black folks. You're saying these black folks, they don't have enough. What about all the black doctors out there? The black pilots, athletes, singers, professors, lawyers. Do I have to give, do I have to pay a doctor, a black brain surgeon? Do I have to pay him a resolution, what's this? Uh, Pay, what is it called? Reparations to, to him or her? Now, is that because that they were a part of slavery and I actually oppressed them? Oh, wait, wait, wait. They, they would have to be almost 150 years old. They, they wouldn't be a brain surgeon now if they were 150 years old. They'd probably be dead. So why am I paying that person reparations? Why am I paying anyone reparations? By the way, by the way, I'd like to know when do I get mine? Hey, you British fuck. Uh, you put my people, the Irish, in, in slave camps. When do I get mine? Hmm? What about the Jews? When can we finally go over to Egypt uh, through the UN and say, uh, Jewish folks need reparations? They were slaves for about 600 years. What about them? Do we pay reparations to Tyler Perry or Oprah? Well, I, 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 am, I don't know. Didn't some other scumbag marry a military chick to say what he wants about the military? Not that I know of. I, I just know that he, he has. When I grocery shop, I bag, I beg the for the cashier. Oh, I bag for the cashier because they take so long to make it seem so painful to bag groceries. Takes them 15 minutes to ring everything up. Yeah. I had no idea that we could not stipulate no drug use or whatever we wanted when it came to welfare. I honestly thought there was some sort of rules. Drug tech? No, God, no. No, no, no. Alicia sent me a link. Let's see what this link is for. CDC to urge vaccinated people to resume wearing masks indoors. Same circumstances. Some circumstances as Delta variant spreads. Why? The unveiled in 3 p.m. news briefing would alter the agency's May 13th guidance. Vaccinated officials didn't have to wear masks indoors or because protection afforded the vaccine. At the time, cases were dropping. President Biden and CDC, Rochelle Walensky, have repeatedly said they're a pandemic of vaccinated because unvaccinated people make up the vast majority of patients. They should make up all the patients because that's what the president said the other night. 
But the Delta variant has been a game changer for the U.S., sending cases surging through the country. And there is concern that although vaccinated people are unlikely to become severely ill, they may still be able to become infected and spread the virus. Well, that's not according to Joe Biden. And, and, and I know, real quick, I, I know that Joe Biden's a fucking retard. Thank you, Alicia, for that story. They're going to talk more about it today at 3 p.m. Get ready. The mask mandate's coming back. California, you're, you're all going to be masked. And, and right now, I'm, I'm saying it. I'm starting to get worked up. I'm starting to get anxiety. I am deathly afraid of my show in September. Deathly afraid of that. And why? What have we not given into yet? Fuck almighty. I, I'll say this right now. If something happens, I will go to a fucking park somewhere in California. And we'll do the fucking show outside. I am so tired of this. I am so absolutely positively sick and tired of this shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Dr. Ben Carson will get reparations. He literally lived in a ghetto raised by a single mom with like 10 kids, and he's a fucking brain. Yes, Ben Carson, yes, he would get it. Colin Powell, yes. What about the Chinese? Reparations will only hold them back, keep them for their place, much like welfare. Uh, Addie Bryant says, I want mine. The U.S. stole my people's lands. Okay, good old railroad builders. Oh, yeah, Chinese. When did England pay reparations to the Chinese who they enslaved to build their railroads? Oh, yeah, they haven't. Suck a hot cock, Oliver. Yet they haven't closed the fucking border. Yep. By the way, we didn't steal your land. We took it. We won it in a war. Remember the Alamo. Speaking of remembering the Alamo, this is why you don't fuck around in Texas. You fuck around and you find out here in Texas. There was a party going on over the weekend, a little house party, a little woo, 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 woo. Your show is on a Friday. The recall is on that Tuesday. Be ready for anything. Yep. A shooting was reported at a house party. According to the police, a man attending the party became upset, left later, showed up with another person. Shot at least one person in the backyard before the partygoers chased him out the door, picking up landscaping bricks and stoning the man to death. Wow. Fuck around and find out in the great state of Texas. As soon as one of my favorite shows wraps up, American Greed, I'll be chiming in. There we go. There's my man, Joe. Well, Joe, you got a little bit of time because we're going to pay. We'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. Uh, We have listener mail coming up next. And by the way, by the way, brand new song today. Oh, yeah. I wrote it this morning. Oh, it's gold, too, my friends. I'm just going to tell you that. So we have Ask Arnie coming up next. You wired me awake and hit me with a hand of broken nails. 
You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil. But I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. Too cold to start a fire, I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones. I'll take the river down to Stillwater and ride a pack of dogs. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, Gonna break my rusty cage and run. When the forest burns along the road, like God's eyes in my headlights. When the dogs are looking for their bones. And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my rusty cage. Be holding you tonight. I could quit doing wrong and start doing right. You don't care about what I think. Think I'll just stay here and drink. Hey, putting you down won't square the deal. At least you know the way I feel Hey, take all the money in the bank Think I'd just stay here and drink Hey, listen close and you can hear That loud jukebox playing in my ear Ain't no woman gonna change I think I'd just stay here and drink. Yes, sir. The 
think I'll just stay here and drink. Yeah. Yesterday, one sailfish and two seven mahi mahis lost two other sailfish. Well, that's a great day. Good day of fishing. That's good. I like to hear that. See, I like it when you guys, when you guys like cool shit happens to you guys. It's awesome. Um, uh, by the way, we're going to do listener mail here. By the way, I, I got to take the time to tell you that listener mail is brought to you by my dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Well, let me tell you about the rest. This is why JS Floors is the best. I just found this out. It's been a nationwide sting. JS Floors is free and clear of any of this. Those other flooring places, I'm not kidding about this. What they've been doing is they've been going into your houses and they've been installing listening devices and cameras because they want to know where you have your underwear. That's right, the other flooring stores are stealing your underwear. What are they doing with it? I'm not sure. Well, here's the news flash. You look at this guy. You yeah, know oh, what I've else seen he him. was doing online? I, 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 yeah, he's trying to sell flooring. I know that guy. He's a competitor of JS Floors. 
He was purchasing sold underwear. Are you kidding me? Did you hear me? Seriously. Did you hear what I said? I, I There's heard. There's a market out there. You can go no. online, and if you're no. a deviant, no, no, and no. you're into no. sold underwear, That's and disgusting. you know what all kinds of things get in sold oh, underwear, Oh, please. Right? I don't want to get Sometimes on that. Sometimes you think you're passing gas, sir. and you're not. Sir, this is a family show. You can't. You can't trust a fart when you're over Oh, 60. my Lord. But this guy will buy it. Yeah, he will. He was buying these things mm -hmm. and, and ingesting them. them. What? Did you hear me? He ate them? He was munching on oh, them. Oh, my God. Come on now. You know who will not steal your underwear and then ingest them? That's right. J.S. Floors. Give them a call at 775-267-4123. Uh, Hot Mama says, good morning, ass. There you go. Uh, good morning to you, Hot Mama. It is that time now to uh, to do a listener mail, so we, we will have to start it off because there are a couple of ask questions in there. People need my help, so we have to help them. And the new song will be coming up after this one. This is a newer song, but here we go. This is not the brand new one. Brand new one. World premieres next. Oh, yeah. Here we go. By the way I use my walk, I'm a heavy man, just time to eat. Clothing loud, extended sizes I've been wearing since I was born. And it's all right, it's okay, I'll eat steak every other day. You can try to understand how I don't break a waistband. Whether you're a winner eating chicken dinner, it's time to ask Carney, time to ask Carney. You got a question, ask it right now. Or a fuck a cow, fuck a cow. time are you people ready for this i don't know if i am but here we go <clears throat> got some problems i can help you don't worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there time after time. Now you just gotta ask so I can help you out. Ask me now, ask me now before I fuck a cow. You know about it fucking a cow fucking a cow holy shit huh huh I, I you like that one i i like that one maybe, maybe oh let's see if we can do okay let, let, let's try something shall we let's have a little bit of fun with this check 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 oh that ooh, i like that okay here we go let's do it again let's do it one more time 
Anytime. You got some problems? I can help you. Don't worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there time after time. Now you gotta ask so I can help you out. Ask me now, ask me now before I fuck a cow. I mean, shit. I, I, I mean, really? I mean, it don't get much better than that right there. I mean, there is one. There is one that does get better. And it's this one. Nope, nope. Don't need to hear any ads. I don't know why I still have an ad on this. Here we go. You guys ready? Here we go. And now it's time to ask. Ask him a question. Uh, he's fat. I got a backup singer. Really, really fat. He looks like a out there dummy what's out there bubs uh so there you go there are our songs now let's help some people that one's sexy building uh jen i know right uh, i feel like i should be swaying back and forth holding a lighter yeah douglas says i'm i'm loving these tunes 
Yeah, I, I, I do. The, the new country roads take me home one. That, that one's got to be my favorite. By the way, I haven't told my jokes yet today. I'm sorry. Somebody just reminded me to tell my jokes. Uh, first joke, uh, why don't Amish people water ski? Because it'll drown their fucking horse. Uh, why do anorexics love KFC? Because it already comes with a bucket. And why do Asian women have small boobs? Because only A's are acceptable. <laughs> oh, man. V. Coop, that's a great question. Did Satan ever yell? She never understood it. She, she didn't get it. And by the way, if you don't get it, I'll explain the joke to you once again. So, the first song I ever wrote, like this way, long, long time ago, I was writing the very first song. <laughs> it already comes with a bucket of oil. Yeah, I, I laughed my ass off on that one yesterday, too. Um. When I was writing it, I said, call us now. And I had one more line to go. And I was like, what goes with that? And it was, fuck a cow. I'll fuck a cow. And I thought it was funny. And the first song was such a big success, and it was such a big hit, and everybody loved the fucking a cow part, that it went in the second song. I think there were only two songs I ever... I, I know there are only two songs that, that we ever did. And we did hundreds. Or at least a hundred. We, we did at least a hundred different songs. We did Christmas songs. We, we had songs for every fucking time of year. And only two were not ever sung by me. And I think those are the only two that never had sex with a cow. So there you go. That that that's why I always fuck a cow in it. So there it is. All right. This first letter comes from No Name. Oh wait, hold on a second. Let's do this because JS play fourth place for this. Uh, oh what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, have you ever redone Monster Mash for Halloween? Uh, maybe this year. I think we did it once, but it, everybody liked the original better. So I can't mention this person's name, and you'll see why. Arnie, let me start off by saying that I had to create a secret email account because my wife is insistent that we share an email address. Red flag's going off already, sir. Uh, it doesn't bother me since I don't normally get emails. Well, that is until I found myself needing some advice from a podcast host. That's me. My girl is attractive and wears some revealing clothes. I know men, uh, it's K-N-O-W, but that's okay. It's not, I, I know men. Your Amazing Grace song left, us, left it out. To, oh, do I really? I leave it out in the Amazing Grace? Wait a second. Wait a second. I, I want to make sure of that because we all know that one is my favorite. I'm trying to help this poor guy. Is it really not in Amazing Grace? YMCA. 
Oh, no. Oh, oh, wait a sec. Hold on. Hold the phone here just one second, mister. Mr. Man. Yeah, yeah, let's just do this real fast. No, I don't even think that's the one I like, is Selling it? our house, buying this house. What do we think? If you have questions, I can help you just need to reach out. Just Silent Night. I don't even know what the words are to this. You got them all. All right, here we go. Let me start this letter off again, shall I? Arnie, let me start off by saying I had to create a secret email account because my wife is insistent that we share an email address. Cuckoo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I got sidetracked. Uh, it doesn't bother me since I don't normally get emails. Well, that is until I found myself needing some advice from a tremendous podcast host. I added the tremendous part. My girl is attractive and wears some revealing clothing. I know men like to check out what women, uh, out women. It's what we do. Women don't understand that. It's natural that we're going to look out of the corner of our eye when you walk by. I, am I getting old by not liking my wife dressing so revealing when we go out? How do I start this conversation with her? I'm sure you fear your wife like I fear mine. Absolutely, every man does. Any help would be great. Please keep my name between us out of fear for my wife hearing this on the uh, podcast. And I'll be, uh, <laughs> and all the backlashing I'll probably receive. Well, I'm not going to mention your name, John Smith. <laughs> it's not his name. First of all, the, the shared emails, that's like a share. I don't know about y'all.
Yeah, yeah. What up with the group email? You share the same phone and you say the same monthly cycle? What the fuck? She can dress like however she wants, but you can't get an email from Redfin to your own account? What the fuck? Well, okay. Jen, you're getting ahead of me. She insists that you guys have the same email address. Now, what have I always said? People accuse other people of cheating usually are the cheaters. Now, now, look here, John Smith. I don't think you're cheating. You have an attractive wife. She wants to wear this stuff, and you, you notice that other guys are checking her out. That's awesome. You know why? Because you get to go home and fucking knock the bottom out of that. Other guys checking it out, what's the problem? Unless you think she's wearing that for other guys. She's wearing that for herself. Okay? If your wife dresses progressive, uh, uh, pro- provocatively like that, so what? Uh, so, okay. Uh, wife is an attention whore. Slap her on the ass and call her a slut. She likes that. Treat her like one. Sorry, amigo. <laughs> Apparently a button was just hit with me. I didn't even know I had. I want to get to the, let, let's start with the email address thing. I do not like that. I don't like when couples share email addresses, and I don't like when couples share, like, Facebook pages or Instagram pages or, or TikTok pages. Yes, you are a team. You are a team, but you're still individuals in that team, okay? Now, look, John Smith, if you don't want emails, then there's nothing wrong with that, okay? You had to start your own email just to send me this one. I don't know how you would go about telling a woman to cover up because if you're telling her to cover up, because honestly, and look, look, John Smith. Now, all the, all the ladies on the ass family, uh, I heard there are purses on sale online. So you guys should go look at that right now and not listen to a word I'm about to say. Please. Um, John Smith, women are crazy, okay? I'm here to tell you that firsthand. Women are absolutely nuts, Sometimes they like to pick fights with you. Uh, like, like, like my, my, and, and by the way, it doesn't age out. Women stay nuts their entire life. My dad's girlfriend, Beverly, who I hated, once told me she likes to start arguments even when she knows she's wrong just for the sake of arguing. Now, I'm not saying every woman is like that. But all of them are a little cuckoo when it comes down to it. What about couples sharing another woman? I, I Look, I, I don't judge the swinging lifestyle. I don't. I knew people that were in the swinging lifestyle. If you want that lifestyle, great, more power to you. I don't understand why you got married. That, that, that's the thing. Like, like, and, and it's been explained to me, and I just don't get it. But I'm not judging anybody. Everybody, look, I, I am about as uh, libertarian as you can be when it comes to living your life. You want to be in a swinger relationship, you go ahead and be in a swinger relationship. I don't understand that, why you got married. But back to this letter. I'm going to go out butt naked from now. I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Braddy Kid, yeah, you're the exception to the rule. You have no craziness about you whatsoever. Uh, letter writer needs to share pictures so we know how she dresses. We'll let him know. <laughs> 
I'll be the first to tell you that women are batshit crazy. That's why I don't have very many women as friends. That's addict to Brian. Look, I, I'm not saying, look, I understand it. And women, you guys are the ones that get all mad when I say that you're fucking insane. But you are. And it's okay. We've come to accept. See, this is the thing. When you get to about the age 35, you start to accept realities in the world. Things you can't change. Men, men have this understanding about 35 where it all pops in their head like, oh, fuck. They're all nuts. And I know women, oh, we can multitask, which means you do six different things really shitty. You can do six things at once, but they're all shitty. Men will do one thing at a time and get it right the first time. Now, I know women get pissed off at me for saying that, and I'm sorry, but it's true. Sassy Pammy says it's our hormones. Look, look, this is why men and women are different. We have different brains. We, have, we process things differently. And that's okay. The whole email thing, get your own fucking email. God damn, it's 2021. Do you guys sit on the same side of a booth when you, it's just to, you two at a restaurant? Well, I, I'm telling you right now, September 17th, uh, that's in the show. We're talking about that shit. I don't get it. Just because I eat kicks and even numbers doesn't make me crazy. No, no, it doesn't. It's all the other crazy shit you do. But this letter isn't about you. This is about the letter writer. So my help to the letter writer is this. Enjoy the fact that your wife can still wear provocative shit. Now, in nowhere in there, you, you said my girl's attractive and wears revealing clothing. Okay. Now, if your wife looks like fucking Mama June and she's wearing fucking halter tops... And, and uh, oh, fuck, September 17th, you know we're all going to be scanning the crowd looking for the one hot, slutty dressed wife and the husband which shares her email. Am I nuts if I sort my Skittles by color? Well, why don't you just ask your little friend there, Braddy Kid? Oh, this is good to know. Stackar says, my Facebook got hacked, so if you get any messages, do not open them. Thank you, Stackar. Hope you're doing well today, my friend. Thinking a lot about you, buddy. Good vibes all going your way. Um, look, be happy that your wife can still wear this, that she's not dripping out fat, that she's not gross, that she's not pictured on the people of Walmart page. I have not seen this yet. This is interesting. Thank you, Alicia. I'm gonna. I, I will get to that in the ne- after uh, after mail. Interesting story about the Olympics. I I, I wish people. That we're we're in these games or a, a part of, I don't know, 
these games and things. I, I wish they realized or, or they knew what the these games stand for. Be back in a bit, work meeting. Uh, I missed the letter. Wait, he's upset because she wears clothes that's too revealing? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. He he wants to talk to her about wearing Don't, don't. Look, look. People dress the way it makes them feel. It, it makes them feel happy. Okay? Brady Kid laughed at me yesterday because I was telling her about something I got, and I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet. And she laughed because she doesn't understand it. And, and, but she didn't judge. She just laughed. Whoop, whoop, sorry. Do you know why I have so many letter A hats? Do you know why I have so many T-shirts? Because that makes me happy. When I go out and I'm wearing a cool wrestling T-shirt, it makes me feel good. Okay? Because I can dress like that. I don't have to wear a shirt and tie to work. I don't have to do those kind of things. I get to wear what I want. And I've been a big fan of T-shirts. I've been a T-shirt guy since, I don't know, I was like seven. If you go back on YouTube and you watch old videos of me, look at all the kick-ass T-shirts I've been wearing. T-shirts make me happy. Your wife dressing provocatively, John Smith, makes her happy. Why do you want to take that away from her? Don't take that away from her. See, this is on you. She's with you. She is with you. Be happy about that. She is coming home to you. Now, this whole controlling thing about the email, that's just weird. But don't say anything to her. Uh, Kale says, yeah, you need to mess with me. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, to me, it seems like uh, he has some insecurities about their relationship because the only reason he would really be upset that other guys were looking at her is that he fears that he may lose her. Exactly. This is on him. This is on you, John Smith. Man, if she likes to dress that way, let her dress that way. Let her be happy. Now, if she's dressing that way to pick up other guys and you get home and, and like, six guys are running a train on her, then, then you, you, you got some explaining to do. But I'm just telling you right now, John Smith, be happy with what you got. It, it sounds like, see, see, honestly, John, this is one of those things that I, I've seen a lot of women do. I'm not going to say all women. Just I've seen women do this. Everything's going great in a relationship, and all of a sudden you just want to fight about something. So you pick something out of the clear blue sky and say, I'm going to fight about this. Don't fight about it. Just, hey, let her do her thing. Uh, at least he has a choice. My other half has to wear scrubs every day. Ladies, we all know what scrubs do to men. <laughs> scrubs are pretty hot. Steph, what do scrubs do to men? There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, yeah, I got that story. Okay, now it's in there. Thank you, by the way, Alicia, for sending that story. So I, I really hope that, that that helped John Smith, but... Yeah, come on. Just just man up a little bit and be okay with it. Next mail, all right. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, dear Arnie, what's wrong with men today? 
I need your help trying to figure them out. My last boyfriend just played video games saying he should be paid for this. When I asked if he looked into start how he could start getting paid for this, he started calling me mom. We broke up soon after. How can I avoid dorks and get a man? That is from Trisha. Interesting. Now, wearing provocative clothing is one thing that makes people happy. People like to play video games. They like to do all kinds of things, right, that make them happy. Clothing is one of those, you just let it go. Now, look, if she's wearing something slutty over to your parents' house, first letter, maybe maybe you can say, hey, can you put something on? My parents are, 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 are religious or some bullshit. Now, uh, look, look, look. Peen on display, always, always, always. <laughs> the wiener is always on. I did not know that about scrubs. No, video games don't make a man a door. Not at all. Not at all. Now, if he said that he's good enough to play video games and you simply asked him, have you looked into how you can do that? There's not, that's an innocent question. Because why not get paid for it if you're that good at it and you can stay home? But then he calls you mom? I don't have a problem with people doing things that make them happy. But as long as it doesn't infringe on the happiness of the people that you're with. If you playing, your boyfriend, Trisha, playing video games all night, if that means he's not spending time with you, he's just spending time with the video games, then yeah, you can ask him that question. And he's an idiot. Nothing wrong with video games. I can't play them anymore because I get too motion sickness playing. I love video games, though. But how, how do you do? We broke up, too. How can I avoid dorks and get a man? Um, know what your standards are. Uh, my cousin's husband does it for a living, makes great money. See? Maybe don't be so judgmental. Not all. No, no, no. Look, look. Hey, you guys are coming after the wrong person. This is the guy who started calling her mom. She wanted him to further his life and play more video games. Now she's done with video games, and that's okay. See, this is the thing, people. She needs to go back where they started handing out participation trophies and slap that person because that's where this shit started. They handed out participation trophies, which made men not have to strive to be better. Innately, they want to win something. In video games, people win. Oh, my God. That was so beautifully said. Correct the mundo. I mean, damn right. Trisha, it is okay. Like, like, if you're dating, if you're on the dating scene, and this goes out to every single person out there, meaning you're not in a relationship, you're not married, whatever. You are allowed to pick and choose whatever you want. If you don't want a guy that plays video games, then don't go out with guys that play video games. It's okay to be picky. It's your life. You are sharing your life with someone else. Why not find someone that you can get along with? I've never understood this. And this goes both ways. And women, I'm coming to your side here. 
Women get blamed for trying to change a man all the time. Uh, men do the same thing, go back to first male. And by the way, by the way, what kind of man are you that you're going to allow that to happen? Find people that you can see. If you're going to marry somebody, find somebody who doesn't have video games or addiction issues or whatever it is, whatever's on your list, Tricia. You be as shallow as you want. Fuck everybody and what they say. This, uh, this advice is going to Trisha, but it's going to everybody. Fuck what anybody says. You are allowed to, when you are single, you are allowed to be as shallow as humanly possible to find that person that makes you feel whole. So, Trisha, go out and find a guy that makes you happy. Obviously, video games are not in there. She's, she, she's, she's very soiled on video games right now. I get it. On the other hand, if she wants to be judgmental and doesn't want a video gamer, then so be it. Be with those who make you happy. Exactly, Harrison. It comes down to how she talks to him. If she comes off condescending or just plain telling him what to do, how can she expect him to be receptive? Now, I don't know. Uh, all I said was, uh, all I read there was, have you looked into how to get this started? Now, I don't know how she said it, but that would be a fair, like, if he's coming out and saying, I should get paid to do this, have you looked at that? That's a legit question. I think. Now, it depends on how you said it, Tricia. If you said, and in, in him calling you mom, though, that was pretty weak. Celebrity ass deathmatch video games. You know, uh, in this mail, we have to vote on what Friday's celebrity ass deathmatch is going to be. When I wear something Arnie doesn't like, he says, uh, that's what you're going to wear. Okay. That means go back and change. That, that is not true. No, 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 it's not true. And I'll tell you why it's not true. Uh, we went out one time, and I was wearing a, a Longhorn shirt. We hadn't seen each other yet, uh, getting ready. I was wearing a Longhorn shirt. She came out in a burnt orange Longhorn shirt. I said, is that what you're wearing? She said, yeah. And I said, okay. I went and changed. I don't want to be the matching twins unless we're going to a game. If we're going to a game, then we wear the same shit. I want to match. If you're wearing a wrestling tee, if you're wearing a Ric Flair t-shirt, I'm not going to wear a Ric Flair t-shirt. Did we do candy bars yet? Okay, I'll put that on there. We're going to vote on what to do. We have... Let's do this, because I'm, I'm wrapping this email up. Trisha, go out and find somebody that makes you happy. Uh, all right, real quick, we'll do this celebrity-ass deathmatch style. Um, uh, you have a choice. And, and, and you know what? I'm going to write them out up here so everybody can see what the choices are. Choices are uh, lead singers. Country music artists, bad spinoffs, Clint characters, board games, and candy bars. All right, so there you go. We're voting on lead singers. 
country singers, bad spin and lead singers of rock bands, no solo artists. Clint Eastwood characters, board games, and candy bars. Ask family who you want. <laughs> Well, we have a winner. We do have a winner. It came in, and this is the way it will break Let's down. Get it on. Uh, candy bars will be Friday. We will do candy bars on Friday. Then we'll vote again on Friday to see what it's going to be between lead singers, country artists, bad spinoffs, which got two votes, Clint Eastwood, or board games. So there you go. There you go. Candy bars it is. And you see, Friday is a big day because it's somebody's birthday that day. I'm not going to mention any bratty person's birthday, but Friday is that person's birthday. Oh, it's a big one, too. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, so we know now what we are doing on uh, on Friday, so... Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, man, I missed the voting. Damn day job. Yeah, candy bars. We'll do candy bars on Friday. Okay. Next mail says, Arnie, I think I heard you say that it's no better time to get a job is by having a job. What do I say is my reason for leaving my current job to my new job? Thanks for your advice. I'm interviewing on Thursday, Darren. Well, I have said that. You are more attractive to a future employer when you are hired because you are currently working. They like people that are working. Okay? They love it. You go to the top of their list. Now, that right there is probably one of the best questions I've ever gotten about this. Real simple. This is what you do. Don't shit can your old place. Whatever you do, don't say anything bad about that place, Darren. Don't talk about if it smells there, if the people are all awful. Don't don't mention any of that. What you should be paying attention to is this, what you should say. Well, that place no longer challenged me. I felt like I was in a stagnant position. There was no growth available for me there. It just depends on what kind of job you're applying for. Is there growth within that company? If there's not, then don't say, well, there's no growth for me because you're applying for a job that has no more growth. Just tell them. Hey, 
I, I wanted to change my life. There you go. These, these are all great questions. Don't say, because my boss is a dick. Yeah, my coworkers, they all stink. Like, literally, at B.O. And maybe those are the reasons you're leaving, but don't tell them. Just say, just da da da. It was, it's no longer a challenge to me. I like to be challenged. And whatever you do, don't bring up hay. Don't do that. Shit. Shh. Haha, just a partial unwanted or needed remodel. Uh, if they ask you, uh, say you're looking for more of a challenge or to further your skills. There you go. 40 but not over 50 like someone. Hey, I'm still looking good. I'm not over 50. I'm 49. Dave Coe, you're on the air. What's up, buddy? Hey, my friend. I might be able to help a little bit with that. Hmm. Go ahead. With the, the uh, job interview? Yes. So I'm actually expanding my company, and so I had put out an ad to hire some people. Really? And they sent out some resumes, and other people didn't even know how to put a resume together, which I didn't care. I told them. Right. I don't care about any of that. I go, what I care about is if you're there to work, you're there every day, blah, 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 blah. So then I get all these different resumes, and some weren't even resumes. They were just, I can do this. I have this. I have a truck. Other people said, my name is Bob. Give me a call. And they didn't even say why. And I'm like, dude, I'm not calling you. You didn't even say anything about why you're sending yeah. me this email. But Bob wants so, butt sex. Yeah, yeah, probably. You know, Bob up and down. So, <laughs> so I started looking at these resumes, and – some of them said that they were looking for opportunities to learn more. Mm -hmm. And others said, you are doing this kind of work and that kind of work. And this is the one that caught my eye, the one that said, I'm already doing that now. I'm doing that now, but I'm looking to do it in a different location. I'm having to drive to Vacaville or whatever. And I don't okay. want to do that because I live in Roseville. That caught my eye. And because it's like they're already doing the stuff that I'm looking to for someone to do mm -hmm. and so if he's applying to a different company he or she i'm not sure who wrote but that is what would catch a boss's eye if you're telling them you know this company does this they focus on that i'm already doing that now i would love to get better at it and i'm always willing to grow and learn that's the kind of stuff that caught my eye but if they're already doing it that's like a weight off my shoulders so that is important to you it that they're already doing it. Well, what, what what about the fact that you know he's a lot closer, and you can count mm -hmm. on that person? Is that a big one? Right, it is big, but I don't know if that's that person's situation. Okay, so I would I wouldn't mention that if you know if I was okay. you know if I'm far away. But uh, you know the basic stuff is obvious. Do you have a vehicle? Do you have a clean DMV? Sure. Those were questions that I asked them. Because I'm not going to hire someone that doesn't have a clean DMV. I'm sorry. Right. I'm not the one that got right. you a bad DMV. No, and it's your business. You don't have to apologize. See, this is the other thing, too. Is that if business doesn't hire you, they don't have to hire everybody. If you don't fit their right. criteria, and that business's criteria can be whatever it is because it's their business. Right. So right. I'm, looking, I'm looking to advance and make money, too. You know? Mm -hmm. So... But but I did tell them I go I'm looking for people with zero experience because I'm willing to train, but the See? pay will be accordingly. Now now Ghost Nevada just wrote, what if the applicant is looking for a career change? So there you go. Be willing. 
Uh, Dave, call, I'm going to let mm-hmm. you go now. Uh, but thank you so Hi, much buddy. for the call. Um, that's a great question. And, and if you're saying you're looking for a career change, well, guess what? If you're going to start in a, in, a, in a business that you know nothing about, then guess what? Your pay, <whistles> it goes down. Y'all hear that? Dave Coe wouldn't hire Arnie. Oh, I, I would never apply to that. He does real work. He works outside where it's hot. Fuck that. First rule of Arnie, got to have air conditioning. Got to have air conditioning. Mm-mm. I, I remember I, I spoke uh, when the Art Institute was in Sacramento. A friend of mine taught a class at the Art Institute. And, and it, they had, you know, art there and they had culinary. It was all this stuff. It was a college for people that didn't want to go to college to learn out of books necessarily. They wanted to learn their art or graphic design or things like that. And I got and my friend taught a class on the business world, how to write resumes, how to do interviews, how to do things like that. And the friend asked me to speak at this class a number of times. My favorite time was the time a kid came back from Burning Man. Now, I'm not picking on the kid because he's some kind of hippie weirdo because he went to Burning Man. But this is the mindset of a lot of young people. I showed up in that class, and I, there, the, a lot of people had questions for me. And I said, okay, so where are my graphic designers? And like eight kids in the class raise their hand. Now, this is where I'm giving you guys tips. I asked a simple question. Okay? That simple question is this. What makes you a better graphic designer than anybody in this class? The answer they gave me was shocking. First person gave me was shocking. I said, well, I, I, I'm not any better. Okay, well, I'm not hiring you. I went through all peop- all eight people. I- I- I'm not sure what their skills are. Okay, not hiring you. There's a simple answer to that question. When I ask the question, what makes you better? You go, my work makes me better. My work ethic makes me better. You don't need to put them down. You don't need to go, well, they do shitty work. You simply say, I'm the best. Every day before I walk into a studio and put headphones on, whether it being for radio, whether it was being for commercials, whether it's doing this show, there is something in my mind that goes off every day since I started October 2nd. I know my birthday. I know my radio birthday. October 2nd, 1990. 92. That's how long I've been doing this, kids. Since 1992. I, whenever I walk into a studio, I know that I am the best broadcaster wherever I am. No matter what. I have that ego in my head. And that way I can go out and I can perform and I can do my job. I don't care about everybody else doing their job. If they're better than me, it will show up in the ratings. The end. So if you're ever asked that question in a group setting, what sets you aside from these other people? I'm better. My work ethic is better. My work is better. That's the answer that you give. So anyway, going back to this, 
So then I had another part of this speech, and I brought somebody up. And, and the fucking the, the, the dope kid from Burning Man, he was just clamoring. He stunk. He had just gotten back from Burning Man. He didn't want to miss my speech because he was a fan. I don't think he was a fan afterwards because I, I might have said something to him. Damn, I was a kid. As in single-digit kid, yeah. I was away. Who's hiring? My roommate is looking for a new job. Dave goes hiring. Um, so I had this other kid come up, and I said, okay, here's the top level of your profession. And I think it was another graphite design kid. Graphic design, that graphite, graphic design. I said, here's the top of the pay scale. Whatever the top person in your industry makes, and here's the absolute bottom. And as a college student who doesn't have a job, I said, where are you on this list? And I kid you not, that kid stuck his hand three-quarters of the way up. And I looked at him, and, and my friend, he was a Mormon guy, but he said I could cuss in this class. And I looked at him. I, I said to this kid in college, I go, are you out of your fucking mind? You're three-quarters of the way up, yet you haven't put in one day? You need to go eat a bag of dicks. I didn't tell him that last part. I was like, you are full of shit. There's no way you're at this level. Well, I do great work. Well, you're still not at that pay level yet because you haven't even opened the fucking door, let alone been invited in. Uh, I wish my son wasn't such a bitch right since Dave goes away. <laughs> but then we got to the fucking idiot, the, 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 the Burning Man kid. And he goes, man, I, I got a question for you. I, I'm a painter. I'm an artist. I was like, okay. So you're going to be poor. And he goes, man, I, I want to sell my paintings. I want to make money off my paintings. I said, all right, there's nothing wrong with that. I said, what are you doing? Well, what do you mean? I go, do you know anybody that has an art gallery? No, man, I don't run in those circles. See, he was, he had this big problem, and a lot of people have this problem. They have this class warfare thing. And if you're an artist and you have class warfare against the rich, most of your clients, stupid. No, I don't know. I said, okay, okay. I, I, I said, I don't know a lot about the art world, but you know what I've seen? I said, I've seen artists set up their paintings outside of Rayleigh's. I think that was the store I used at the time. And they sell their artwork outside of Rayleigh's. <clears throat> Now, I was literally trying to help this kid. I was trying to help all these kids. The next words that came out of his mouth made me want to fucking assassinate this kid. And I, I did verbally. He goes, well, I don't care for Rayleigh's per clientele. Now, that perplexed me. I was vexed, if you will. It was quite vexing. I said, excuse me, you don't like the, the clientele of Rayleigh's? No, 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 they're, they're, they're too hoity-toity, some bullshit like that. And I looked at him, I said, hey, what color is their money? Well, what do you mean? I go, I go I'm going to open my wallet right now. Would you sell me a painting? He goes, yeah, I'd sell you a painting. 
You're cool. I said, okay. So I took out a $10 bill. I wasn't going to give it to him. I said, what color is that? He goes, green. I said, there you go. That's all you got to worry about. If you want to sell your art, you don't give a fuck who you sell it to. Well, I, I, I'm an artist, man. I can't. Then you know what? Then you're and I and I told him. I said, "Well, then you're going to fail." <laughs> My friend didn't like that too much, but that's what I told him. When you are asking people to purchase your stuff or purchase you as a human being, you need to sell yourself. I called your show uh, years ago, and we talked about something similar. Here I am, years later, same job. Now I'm almost top of the food chain. Employee-wise, I make $7 an hour more than I did when I started three and a half years ago. At my four-year mark, I'll get two weeks paid vacation time versus the one year one uh, year I get currently, and I'll get a raise. I have also have a company truck and get fuel reimbursed because you worked it. There you go. You know what you're worth. But if you're selling your art and your projects to people, you don't give a fuck what they do. Hell, they could take your art home and burn it to the ground. What does it matter? You got paid? Well, these these the art art is like my children. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's not a leave, living, breathing thing. You painted a picture. You did something that that a lot of people can't do, and I I applaud you for that. But now, if you want to make money on it, you don't give a fuck what they do with it. So there you go. So, Darren, good luck in your interview on Thursday. Uh, let's see. Uh, what the hell was that? Hold on a second. got to see what's highlighted. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's highlighted. Okay. Uh, next mail, let's see. Welcome to Mail Call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, dude, that was so awesome, you building your WrestleMania card. Yeah, yesterday we talked about wrestling and how I would fix it and do all these things. And I watched wrestling last night, and it was – I watched WWE last night, and yeah, I'll say a third of it was decent. That means one hour of the three hours was decent. The other two, shit. I'm, and I, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to Wednesday night AEW with their big announcements. The letter continues. If you could build an all-time card that included world in, world title, intercontinental title, and tag team match, what would it be? Thanks for your great show. Uh, ben, my sister is an artist, and if you bought one of her paintings and then burned it, she would freak out. How would she know? Does she keep in touch with all the people that buy her paintings? Because I would find that to be strange. But you can do it. You bought it. You you own it now. Maybe it, maybe if you own one of Dave Coe's sister's paintings, you call her and go, hey, I'm kind of done with your painting now. You want to buy it back before I burn it? That's what I would do with her. So, Dave Coe, you can get all the money you bought, you've wasted on your sister's paintings back now. Just call her. Uh, ben sent me this email, and, yes, I do have a WrestleMania card, an all-time WrestleMania card. I'm telling you, this is why this is why I should be booking the World Wrestling Federation or Entertainment or the AEW or whatever whatever one's out there. You ready for this? 
first match. Opening match is for the American Heavyweight Championship. And it's for the American Championship because both these guys came out to songs about America. I'm a real America and American Dream. That's right. The first match on my WrestleMania card is the Bull of the Woods, if you will, Daddy. Dusty Rhodes taking on Hulk Hogan. Oh, Stackar, he's not in every match. Don't worry. When they burned NWA's art, they said, man, they're burning our albums. Easy said, fucking they bought that shit, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And, And that's the thing. Back when all those groups were coming out against rap music and buying the CDs and crushing them in the streets, people still purchased them. Dumb fucks. The money still went in their pockets. They're just not going to listen to it. Stackhart said, Stone Cold can't wrestle every match. No, no, he's not. Now, that's just the American Championship match. You got a belt. Now we have a special Loser Leave Town match. You ready for this? Rowdy Roddy Piper taking on the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Loser has to leave. Whoo. The murder match with wife killer Jimmy Superfly Snuka and family killer Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can sell that one. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, believe me, I've got a hardcore match coming up. It, but it, it's a lot better than that one. Now, we have a tag team war games match. But it's four tag teams. The winner gets the championship belt. It consists of the Road Warriors, the Steiner Brothers, part of the four horsemen, Arn and Tully, and the Hart Foundation. Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Nyhart. In a cage, winner gets the belts. That match right there, that's that that's a fucking, that right there is a main event. But it doesn't stop there. We are going to have a battle royal. By the way, no women's matches on here at all. We're going to have a battle royal. One's never been done before. A manager battle royal. That's right. All the greatest managers of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Jim Cornette, Precious Paul Ellerling, Slick, Teddy Long, Mr. Fuji, Classy Freddie Blassie, Gary Hart, all in a a battle royal to find out who is the manager of the managers. Who are the two smell... uh, Smelliest wrestlers? Oh, I don't know. Now, going to the hardcore match, you cannot have a hardcore title match without Mick Foley slash Cactus Jack slash Mankind. And he is going to be taking on the icon of real hardcore, 
the one and only Bruiser, or some people call him King Kong Brody. That right there is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> what did Charlotte Flair do to get her face make it worse? She's wearing way too much makeup. They put bad makeup on her lap. Even makeup can't help Charlotte Flair. She still looks like Rick. Now, after the hardcore title, I mean, you're going to have a, yeah, you're probably going to have an aneurysm watching this pay per view. By the way, this pay per view is going to be $500. We have an intercontinental title match between what I think are the two most charismatic guys to ever wrestle in wrestling history. I give you the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you The Rock. And the match that he is going to be, the wrestler he's going to be taking on. Oh, yeah. The Macho Man, dig it. Oh, tell me that is not the greatest intercontinental title belt you've ever seen. Macho Man versus The Rock. And then our world title match. We get the two icons of icons in their heyday. The the jet flying, limousine driving, Rolex wearing, kiss stealing, son of a gun. Woo! I give you the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! And he is taking on the person he calls the biggest superstar to ever set foot in the squared circle. Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Flair versus Austin, main event, world title. Just tell me you do not have goosebumps if you're a wrestling fan thinking of this. I'm going to save that. I might put that up online today. That right there could be the greatest. That, that, that's the greatest card in the history of mankind right there. And by the way, y'all are welcome. Uh, all right, let's continue this. Um, the mail, shall we? We got to get back to it. I got I got back in mail mode now that I was in wrestling mode. Uh huh. Let's see. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, the Olympics are unwatchable. I feel like the athletes are being robbed of a once-in-a-lifetime event because of greedy, rich billionaires. I feel so bad for them, Michelle. I get what you're saying. I Look, I, I, I don't understand why these games are going off. I'm glad they're on television and people can watch them. Oh, greatest family match. Fritch and the Von Erichs versus the Suicide Squad. Could almost call the Von Erics a suicide squad. I mean, if it were if we were to do a family tradition match, 
I'd have to yank the Hart Foundation out of the Tag Team Championship. Maybe put, I don't know, the Bushwhackers in there, somebody in there, and have the Hearts go against the Von Erichs. Oh, I, I, I know. I'll take, I'll take uh, the Hearts out of the Tag Team title, put the Freebirds in there, and then we can have Von Erichs versus the Hearts. I like that a lot. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the Olympics, though. Yeah, the Olympics, they're tough to watch without fans. I watched a little bit of the beach volleyball. There's no cheering. It, it, it's very strange. And, and I do feel, I, I agree with you that a lot of these athletes never, ever go back to the Olympics again. Maybe they'll visit as, like, a, a coach maybe. But these are their games. And all because the, the rich, greedy people in NBC said, no, 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 we have to have the games. Can't have fans there. That, that, that's weak. And there, there's a story that Alicia sent me. Let me I'm, I'm going to do this story now. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Oh, I, I know exactly where it is. Um, this is not what the Olympics is about, people. A second judo competitor was sent home from the games for refusing to spar with an Israeli athlete over Israelis' treatment of Palestinians, a move some are calling an example of the undercurrent of anti-Semitism running through an otherwise woke Olympics. The Olympics were originally created way back in Athens, for warring nations to take a break and come together and unite through athletics. It's a time for peace. That's what the Olympics were. That's the origins of the Olympics. And what these people are doing by, by saying, well, I want to spar him because he's Israeli. You are killing the Olympics. You are absolutely, positively Killing the Olympics. Once again, this is a a, a judo competitor. Uh, I'm not. Well, let's see. Uh, Algeria's Fif uh, Nuorn withdrew from competition rather than have to face Israelis. Tohar Buttbull. Um. That guy right there, uh, the the Fief Norine guy, I, I wouldn't even have him in Olympic records now. I love these woke people now that are in our world who say, oh, America is so racist. America is the most racist country out there. Y'all need to fucking just stop. I've told you time and time again about how blacks are treated on soccer pitches around Europe. I don't even want to go into way that Jewish people are treated all over Europe and the Middle East and everywhere. But America, we're the bad ones. Okay. Okay. Good. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that dickhead who fucking said that he wouldn't do it, I, I hope they don't even record him as an Olympian. What a piece of garbage. That, that, that's all that person is. And Listen up, it's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. 
Cannot wait for your show in SAC. September 17th, Esquire IMAX. Get your tickets now. Link available at arnieradio.com. Um, especially when I heard about the announcement last week, I bought my tickets on the spot. I was going no matter what, but I think with that, you'll be sold out. See you then, Ryan. Yes, I had a large announcement last week. If you missed it, I'm sorry. You're going to have to ask somebody. I only make the announcement once. Some things are going to be coming to light that have never come to light before, and that's all I have to say. Tickets are available at ArnieRadio.com. And by the way, like, I'm going to hang out. We'll do meet. I'll do pictures with you. And, yes, I will be accepting birthday gifts because that night is my 50th birthday. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next one. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. I'm thinking of getting my first tattoo, and I'm a little scared. I know I'm getting my kid's name with all sorts of angelic, girly things. Maybe this is a dumb question, but should I go to a girl or a guy tattoo artist? From Cindy with two with a Y and then an I. Okay. Um, getting your first tattoo. Congratulations. I have a few. Um, let me just say this to you. It doesn't matter. Now we're trying to sex up. I I get what you're asking. You think a girl can do a more angelic, girly theme than a guy? The answer is no. Okay? These people are artists. Cindy, these people are artists. They're trained artists. Cindy, I will tell you the artist to go to. If you're in Sacramento, go see my friend Whitey. American Graffiti Tattoo. His brother Dave is the piercer there. Not only do I consider those guys like family to me because they are that good of people, they are that good at what they do. I don't know how Whitey doesn't get mentioned more as the best tattoo artist in all of Sacramento. In a greedy way, I'm glad because that way I can get still get appointments to see him. He is a, he is he is awesome, and the best advice I can give you is find an artist, male or female, and if it's female because you think that way, Cindy, that's great. Find an artist you can trust. That's the most important thing, and always double check their work before the ink starts going in your skin. Like spelling. Spelling's a big one. I've seen the word always spelled with two L's, and it was too late. Is Dave Loom still alive? Wow, good call. Dave Loom did my first tattoo ever. The Tasmanian Devil on my hip. I'm not sure. I know the last I saw of Dave Loom, he was up in Portland. Cindy, you go uh, to who you're comfortable with. Girls can have a lighter hand. But, hey, I go to a guy who has feathers for hands and have a girl who is incredible in the tiny, fine line work. But her hands are a bit heavier. Every tattoo artist is different, like the person. you got to sit there for hours. Do not wear white pants to the appointment, okay? 
All tattoo artists have a special style that they're better at than others, but check their work before committing. Yes. Hey, you're, you're, look, and no matter how jaded I know most tattoo artists are with the world and where they think, their art is still important to them, and they want to do a good job on you. And they want you to be comfortable. So I, I would just say find someone that you are comfortable with, Cindy. Uh, my friend got Bob Marley misspelled on her back. It, it was a free tat, though. Even on free tats, man. Hey, misspellings last a lifetime. And, and people will make fun of you forever for it. Hangtown Jen says, did she want it misspelled or just a fucked up tattoo? I think it's probably just a fucked up tattoo. Uh, all right, last mail here. Let's do this, shall we? Uh-huh. Welcome to Mail Call. Suck in your gut. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, just wondering what you thought of people with sneaker collections. Is it me or is that kind of dumb? I mean, you can only wear one pair at a time, right? Travis. Um, Travis, I, I will never say people's collections of things are dumb. I, I'll, if I do, it's because I actually hate that object. I don't wear shoes. I wear sandals and cowboy boots, mainly. I have some tennis shoes. I have some Pumas. Um, well, I know somebody that's got 80 pairs of shoes. Okay, well, I, I have 100 letter A hats. I have roughly 100 different fucking either wrestling, band, or repulsive T-shirts. I... I think people that collect sneakers, hey, good for them. They're sneakerheads. That's not my thing, but, hey, I'm not going to knock them in their collection. You can think it's dumb. But, Travis, what do you do? What's important to you? How about if I come to your house and I find that, oh, look at that. You're, you're an avid reader. Well, I think you're dumb and you're a nerd for that, dork. Yeah, or one hat at a time, one shirt at a time. You won't win this with Arnie. No, you won't. You won't because it makes that person happy. When did it become so popular in this country for people like Travis to shit on other people's happiness because you don't understand it? Well, does it affect you? Like if raping children made somebody happy, I understand how that's against the law because you're infringing on someone else's rights for your happiness. The pursuit of happiness is guaranteed to us in the Constitution. Happiness yet isn't. If I have a hundred letter A hats, what does that matter to you? If somebody has three thousand pair of Air Jordans, are are you? The only thing I would say the reason why it matters is because they wear your size and they're they're first ones to get them and they're sold out before you can get them. Dork, why do I find it incredibly funny that it is a whale penis? <laughs> so there you go. Uh, is that it? Yeah, I think that is it. All right. Uh, so if you want to write the show. Please feel free. I take emails each and every day at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Mail is sponsored to you once again by JS Floors, the best in the West, 
forget the rest, give them a call. Call my friend Jesse, 775-267-4123. We got a lot of stuff still to cover here on the big show at ArnieRadio.com.
stories during the course of a show and I, I usually look at them real quick and then I put them in for the next day. This story though, uh, it, it's like Alicia's story that she sent me about the thing in the Olympics. I gotta do this story today. I gotta do it right here, right now. Douglas just sent me this story and it's it, it's it's so mind-rattling. It's a story about a man named Brenton Nets of Marquette, Michigan. And he is considering a lawsuit against a gender clinic for trying to affirm his 90-year-old autistic son as someone in the trans community. Now, I've read through this entire story, or at least most of it. Um, it seems that Mr. Nets discovered his son's medical records in 2018 because they were linked to his name. Well, his father should have access to his medical records because the kid's still a juvenile, but okay. Um, Mr. Nets realized that the mother had been taking the boy to a gender-affirming clinic without his consent. After a long legal battle, he obtained a court order in 2020 to prevent his son, now 11, from getting further medical intervention at the clinic, which he claims was weeks away from issuing a referral for puberty-blocking drugs. This is the big fight that's going on right now. Mr. Nets holds joint custody, which affords him equal say in major decisions. Mr. Nets alleges the clinic did not respect his parental rights until he retained legal counsel. 
The place is called Centra Care Health Gender Medicine Clinic in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, Stephens, the 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 doctor, the person that's in charge, the the founder of this, an advanced practice registered nurse and certified sex counselor, said the clinic is there to assist their young patients with behavioral health services and family therapy in a gender affirming approach. Um. Let's see. The mom, the the kid was diagnosed on the spectrum with autism when he was four. When the boy was eight, he started treatment at this gender clinic where he was diagnosed with gender dysmorphia by the clinic's gender therapist who identifies as a non-binary male and uses they, them, theirs pronouns. Mr. Nets's son is they had them using female or plural pronouns as well as a female variation of his name. And one entry into the journal claims the young boy identifies as a transgender lesbian. Now don't all straight men kinda uh, I mean, wouldn't we identify as a lesbian? I except I'm not a gal. I, uh, and by the way, I'd like to point out, the kid was nine. Another entry indicates that during one session, Nets' son and his mother participated in a structured discussion to identify fully reversible, partially irreversible, and irreversible treatment options. I don't want to read any more of this story because nowhere in this story have I seen where this nine-year-old boy says they want to be a girl or thinks they're a girl. We are, we are, we, we didn't, we skipped the bunny hill the bunny mountain or whatever it's called, you skiers out there, the bunny slopes. We went full-on black diamond with this whole trans thing. I, I, It is a bullet train. I'm seeing more and more stories about this, people putting their kids in there. Do you know what I think it is? I'm smelling something. I think mom wanted a daughter, and she has she has regretted having that son. All this time, and now it's her chance to change it and have her gal pal for the rest of her life. I didn't see anywhere in there where this, this son said anything about becoming a girl. I, I, I think this, to have a clinic like this that would hide this shit from one of the parents. Look, if you're hiding something, that means you, you think that there's something shady happening. Those who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. Remember that phrase. See what you guys are saying. Uh, That sounds like a shitty co-parenting relationship. That poor kid loses with a mom like that. I would lose my shit if my ex did that to my son. That was literally a joke when I was growing up. I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. Exactly. Wow, you're going to identify this kid as a lesbian? 
Hmm. Oh, wow. Holy shit. According to a court memorandum, Nets provided to the Daily Wire, one judge warned that a stalemate between the parents could result in the court amending the legal custody. Mr. Nets claimed that the judge, who has since retired, scolded him for failing to affirm his son's gender identity. Uh, well, if you said that, then you were referring to him as a boy, the son's gender identity. That's a boy. Asked him if he knew the suicide rates among transgender children and threatened him with a contempt of court. I, I, I mean, seriously, let, let, let's go through this. Dave Coe, you're the first one. Yes, when I was nine, I was convinced that I was Superman. I could easily fly because I had a towel tied to my neck like a cape. I almost jumped off the roof. Convinced I could fly, yes. You take your kid to a place like that, and of course they'll find that the kid who is ridiculously impressionable because he does not have full mental facilities. No, he's nine. He's nine. I I am looking forward to ten years from now. Ten in in the next ten years. What I'm looking forward to is we've fast-tracked this, and it's been the last two or three years that the trans movement has really jumped forward. I'm here to tell you. I, and, and, yes, this is going to sound mean of me and, and small, but if you know me, I'm mean and small, just not in size. I can't wait for guest after guest after guest on whatever talk show whatever's out there, who had sexual reassignment surgery, and now, now as an adult, they regret their decisions. Oh, oh I, I think, you know what? You know, we're having this game show craze right now in daytime television. Oh, I think hey, the soap operas, they're done because they're too expensive to make. Game shows are cheap. Talk shows are even cheaper. I see a, a, a rejuvenation of talk shows. I mean, if they're going to give one to fucking Tiffany Haddish and, and Drew Barrymore, I mean, get ready. Get, get ready. I mean, most tertiary actors in history, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, hell, they might bring Harry Connick Jr. back to do his shit talk show. Why? Because they will have guests out the yin-yang talking about how my reproduction my, my restructured surgery went and how much I regret it now. This kid is being talked into it. He's a nine-year-old on the spectrum, and you have these doctors saying, do you feel like a girl? Springer is going to be so good for my kids. <laughs> I, hope Jerry, I hope Jerry lives forever. I, I mean, th- this... I have nothing against people that are trans. I, I don't. I, I don't care if you're gay, straight, trans. I, I don't know what all the terminology is because, A, let me just admit this, I don't care. I, I just don't. If you dress like a dude and act like a dude, I'll probably refer to you as a dude. Now, if you, you dress like a dude, minus the fact you got fucking 38 double Ds, 
I'm going to have a hard time calling you dude. Just, I, I, I'm just saying. More power to you. If, if you've true, truly been living with this your whole life and this, this makes you feel free and feel like you, who am I to say not to change your life? But when you're doing it to a nine-year-old, I think you're a fucking monster. I, I think you are probably one of the worst people on this planet. And there's a reason for that. Between the age of like eight, because eight, you're, you're starting to kind of develop into your own. Between eight and about 15 or 16, we'll say 16, we'll keep it legal there. Those eight years are probably the greatest years of your life. And I'm going to tell you why. You might not think so because you're eight. But I want you to think about this. Aside from those kids that worked on the barns and did all that kind of shit. At eight years old, you didn't have any responsibilities. You didn't have bills to pay. Didn't have to worry about car insurance, health insurance. Man, all you got to do was, especially in the summertime, that's when life was at its finest. You would go outside and stay outside and play all day and play baseball, do whatever you wanted because you had no responsibilities whatsoever. And for people to take that away from their children by forcing them to go to these kind of clinics and doing that when the kid obviously didn't want to is on the spectrum. And they said, well, there's a tie between uh, autism and trans. Huh? When did that happen? You're, you're a fucking monster. Oh, but Arnie, that makes you such a dinosaur and non-progressive, though. Okay. And, and, and you know what? I'm fine with that. Call me T-Rex. I don't give a damn. And I know you're giving me a hard time straight fire, but you're right. That's what they would say. God, you are such a dinosaur. You are stuck in it. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because, by the way, the writing's on the wall. The writing's on the wall. I cannot wait to see the malpractice cases. Because you know there are some doctors that are going to do the surgery before kids are 18. You know that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. If they will put fucking saline or fucking uh, rubber cement in, gr- in ladies' asses at Botox parties at apartment complexes, it, uh, I want you to think about that real quick. I don't get very serious on the show, and I try not to be too serious a- at all. But think about that. You know how you get mad at when you see somebody driving like a super luxury car and they live in an apartment? I've never understood why you got mad at them. It's their money; they can do what they want with it. But okay, now you live in a you live in a regular old apartment and you're getting Botox parties done at your house by a friend. You deserve to have craters cut out of your face. You are too stupid for the fucking world. I know a mom that is doing the exact same thing to her son. I'm watching this unfold, and I can testify firsthand. It's all her doing. It's what she wants her son to be, ruining his life. And, uh, Dave, let me ask you a follow-up question to that. 
where's the dad? And if there's no dad there, this is the hard part about society is this is where they'll say, no, it doesn't take a society to raise a kid. Even though that's what everybody wants to say. Um, I'm not saying for you to step in, Dave, but would it be anybody willing to? I, I, I don't know if I can keep my mouth shut. I really don't. Uh, Arnisterus Rex is the Hitler youth all over again. Indoctrinate them young and build your numbers. The father of this child needs to get a special needs advocate from his school district to do an evaluation on his son. As a father and an 11-year-old autistic kid, I try to keep him safe from his impulses, running into traffic and putting his hand on the stove. There's no way in hell this kind of kid has the self-awareness to know he's different gender. I'm beyond pissed about this story. Damn work, Miss Morass. Yeah, Scott, I can understand it. I I I I understand that. I I'm tired of these stories. I I mean, they're trying to make it that the trans movement is the most normal thing in the world. Well, I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages that listen to the show, it's not normal. It's quite abnormal. It's strange and it's different. Once again, I'll go through the numbers that they tout. 9% of our population, which is a gigantic fucking farce, it's nowhere near 9%, is gay. Closer to 4.5, maybe 5. But we'll go with their numbers of 9%. 1% of that 9%, which they don't tell you it's 1% of the 9%, which makes the number even lower, are trans people. People of trans. But what they say is 1% is trans. 1% of our population, that's a lot more than 1% of 9% of a group. But they don't tell you that because they want to make this seem normal. Like, I, I could honestly see somebody, Jeff Bezoin, the Bezosin, the shit out of this to try to make this more of an affordable thing. Like, I, I mean, honestly, like, how many years do you think we are away from having daytime television commercials, uh, it, it replacing all the fucking ambulance-chasing lawyers? We're now going to have doctors who are, hey, did you want a girl and you got a boy instead? Well, come down to Harry's House of Hoes. I don't know what they would call it. Dr. Harry's House of Redos. Where if you got a boy, we'll slice him and dice him and turn your Timothy into Tallulah for $49.99. This is the road that we're going down. And, and, and by the way, yes, I do hope it go down that way. I do. I, I, I do because I want people... I want people to take their kids to this and realize they've ruined their kids' lives and then have to sit with that guilt. Now, that is guilt. You see, when you think you're doing best what's for your kid at, at the age of seven by cutting his tallywhacker off, and then you end up realizing, I ruined this kid's life, huh, 
That's the guilt I want you to sit. I, I don't want you to sit around saying, oh, I'm guilty because I was born white. That's just stupid. This is actual guilt. Got twins? We got to buy one, get one special running all summer. Oh, shit, right? Oh, it's so maddening. Douglas, thank you for the story. I appreciate it. Uh, all right, back to the regularly scheduled shit here on the show today. Uh, remember, Friday we're going to do candy bars on our Celebrity Ass Death Match. Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Green Bay Packers this season. Yep. Happened yesterday. Hangtown Jen says, oh, I hate this. Why is it parents think that they know what's best for someone else's body, no matter if they created it, gave birth to it? For God's sake, it takes one time giving your kids fucked up haircut and class photo to memorize it to know you don't know better. Let the child grow and choose on their own. I couldn't say it any better. Notice how the same crowd that wants more abortion also wants to mutate children. Isn't it kind of strange? Mm. The star quarterback is going to sign a new deal with the Packers. Not the $45 million a year guaranteed that he was asking. But uh, he is going to get paid $45 million. They're going to sign him to, uh, let, let's, oh, this story is terrible about it. Let, let's see if they've got a better one on ESPN. Uh, let's see, mark it down. Uh, he returned to camp a little bit more. There he is. Oh, God, those are terrible sunglasses. What an idiot. Wearing an office T-shirt. Uh, let's see. He gets to be a free agent, I think, after this season, So he, or he can be traded. They lose the no-trade clause in there and all that kind of stuff. And, look, Aaron Rodgers is back with the Packers. I kind of knew that shit was going to happen. Motherfucker wasn't going to retire. By the way, OU and Texas have formally asked to join the SEC. We'll see how that goes. So Aaron Rodgers back for the Packers. Great. Super duper. Fantastic. Oh, I like this. The royal family is starting to dig back at Meghan and Harry. Oh, I'm digging it. Their their newest kid, Lilibet, you know, the name they stole from, from the queen, because that was like the, the, the queen's nickname from her daddy. Uh, the baby has not been added to the British royal family's official line of succession. Something that's usually done pretty much right away, but it's been seven weeks since this kid was shit out. Daily Mail, which has uh, flagged the omission, reported for comparison that Archie, Meghan, and Harry's firstborn was added to the list two weeks after he was born. Usually that's about what it takes is about a week or two, and they get the kid's name on there. 
Oh, I love it that the royal family isn't fucking. They they are not addressing this child. Ooh, that child's gonna have issues. First of all, that kid's gonna have. Oh, oh and Archie's gonna have issues because mom and daddy are a couple of fucking just treats. I. I Man, how delicious is it going to be to get Megan in some sort of scandal? I I am just waiting. I am biding my time to where, whether it's, you know, college admission scandal, maybe she's fucking, I don't know, human trafficking scandal, any kind of scandal that she gets. She steals shopping carts. I don't care what it is. Because I'm tired of these two. I'm reporting on them because they're like, they, it, Megan and Harry are like the COVID of entertainment. You don't want to talk about it. And just when you thought it was going away, it came back. Oh, they're not interesting people at all. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd tell my agent to get me a uh, Bobby Bow contract. I'll take $5 million for the next two years and $1 million until the year 2062. Shit, he can get a lot more than that. I'm, I mean, he's guaranteed, like, the, the contract he signed, what, last year or the year before, was he was guaranteed, it's like a $125 million contract where $98 million of it's guaranteed. Pretty soon, the NFL is just going to need to start handing out guaranteed contracts. I don't see what the holdup is. Like, if a guy gets hurt and he's got a fully guaranteed contract, he gets paid. I think for most starters, every everything should be guaranteed. See, the NFL signs you to these long-term deals. And they hope that you play great for like seven of those years because you start to age out. And the last two, they can just cut you and not have to pay you. But they've get, once they hit that guaranteed number, they don't have to pay you anymore. All I got to say is Megan better not drive through any tunnels, right, Diane? <laughs> no, I think that's why they got out of Dodge. She, she, could, she could smell that French fucking paparazzi on her heels like it was them so there you go Megan and Harry fucking assholes now this is an idea that's just awful because well this guy's a thief too the first god of radio you're listening to right now so after a Monday Night Raw, when people started, when the sign was up and Tommy called me saying, this is how the phone, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. I'm just saying this is exactly how the phone call went. My phone rang. I was at Monday Night Raw in Sacramento, and I heard, holy shit, dude, there's a dude up there with a sign that says, Arnie is God. At the time, Foley is God was the big saying. I looked for it, and I saw it, and then I saw it on the recording because I recorded it that night. That's where it all started. So this fella, his name is Charlemagne the, T-H-A, God, part of this syndicated radio show called The Breakfast Club. It's a hip-hop show. 
They they talk about everything on there. Not a bad show. A couple guys, a gal. They got a couple of, you know, I don't know where they came up with that idea. Two guys and a girl. Um, But now they are giving Charlemagne the guy. By the way, this is also the guy that Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And he really didn't give him too much pushback on that. And this guy is a... A very proud black man stands up for black people and black people's rights. Good for him. He is now getting his own late night television show. It's going to be called The God's Honest Truth. Debuts on my birthday. Wow, you're going to steal some more stuff from me there, Charlemagne. The half hour program will feature sketches, interviews, and social experiments. Gay, gay, and gayer. Hangdown Jim says, my sons are eight years apart, and there is a healthy amount of sibling rivalry. We posted the scenario, what if my firstborn was given the title of prince, and then I decided eight years later, fuck royalty, I'm normal. And the second child was just a kid, no title. My firstborn confirmed that he would rub it into his brother's face at every turn. Hey, you want to come to my castle? Hey, you need me to bow to me and I'm a prince. Hey, you want to see my my royal navy? This is what I love. And Hangtown Jen, thank you for sharing that. This is my favorite thing about adults. Adults still don't understand kids. Okay? Let me tell you exactly what this is like. This is like when leagues around this country... When all this fucking everybody gets a trophy bullshit started, other leagues in this country, not only did they give those trophies out to everybody, but they no longer kept score of the games. So I I just ask a a small question, why even play then? If you're not going to keep track of win or lose, why are you playing? It's a waste of time. If I want to exercise, I'll go to the fucking gym. You know why? It's air-conditioned. Eat my ass. Um, the funny thing is, and the parents didn't see this coming because, well, they're all idiots and they don't remember what it's like to be a kid. You're never more as, you, you will never be as competitive as you were as a child. And when kids are on that field, they keep the score. They know who won. You can have a bunch of zeros on the scoreboard. Those kids know exactly everybody that scored, what play it was on, all that stuff, because that's what those kids do. And kids make fun of other kids. This whole idea that you're outsmarting kids, you can't outsmart kids because you're not on the same brave brainwaves they are you can trick them eating the brussels sprouts all you want and doing all that kind of stuff but you start fucking with the competitive spirit of a child i a i have a huge problem with you i i think competition is what makes life so great And you don't have to compete for everything, but it, it makes your life, to me, it, make, it makes your life better because it makes you better. 
makes you do things that you didn't know that you were capable of doing, possibly. And I, I think it's awful the way we're treating kids in America now. Mm-hmm. They talk about everything but breakfast false advertising. We need to stand together and teach our children to not keep score. Jesus. All right. There is a new website out that is letting you know where you can go to take part into a bunch of different crazy eating contests. The craziest eating challenges in Bristol to sink your teeth into. This is Bristol, Tennessee. I don't know where this is. Is it Britain? Okay. El Criminal Mission Burrito. Okay, this is in London. So if you're ever in London, because uh, nobody ever says no to nachos, hot burrito. It weighs more than a newborn baby. Five-pound colossal burrito is loaded with three meats, rice, beans, pico de gallo, lettuce, cheese, smothered like only a criminal would with sour cream and salsa. No one ever says no to nachos, so get these. It's only 25 quid, so like 50 bucks. Then you got the Asheville Steakhouse. So if you're ever in London, check this out. The 96-ounce steak challenge. To beat their attempt, you'll need to stomach a 96-ounce steak with five sides of onion rings, triple-cooked chips, garlic bread, vegetable, and salad. Fuck you. Uh-uh. No, you, you just put me a baked potato on there. They, that That's dumb. They're not even saying what kind of cut of beef it is. I can't tell by looking at the picture. Only one person is eating it, a professional eater from the Czech Republic. Now, if this is in England, then I, I am definitely not trying this one. The Barbecue Challenge. I am really barbecue in England? Come on now. Okay, you got an hour to finish. A burger. That's a big-ass burger, too. A full rack of ribs. Brisket. Brisket in England? Fuck you again. Sorry. Pulled pork, chicken wings. Smoked sausage, dirty bacon fries, onion rings, dirty burnt-in fries, two bread rolls, and two corn on the cobs. You only get an hour? God damn, that's a lot of food to eat in an hour. Man, like I said, I ain't trusting no damn British barbecue. What do the British know about barbecuing? For all the user curious, uh, 96 ounces is 6 pounds. For some reason, I'm thinking in my head, 96 ounces, no problem. I hear 6 pounds, and I tend to back off that a bit. You know, I, I did that once I, I, in my head. Like, I was watching this show, Fox. If you're looking for something fun to Google or look up on YouTube, look up the Glutton Bowl. It was a show that ran on Fox one time. And this is back when Kobayashi was the world champion hot dog eater. 
and they had like five different events of, of, of eating. They had hot dogs and hamburgers. And the, the other one that I know of for sure, I'm going to talk about here in a second. And the, the, the finals, if you won each stage, you were in the finals. And the final was menudo or cow brain. That was disgusting. But this lady who won, who made it to the finals, she had to eat 96 ounces of mayonnaise. And, yeah, you hear 96 ounces, you're like, oh, okay, it's not. No, that's six pounds of mayonnaise she had to eat. Raw. Not on bread, just with a spoon. There you go. All you people that were getting hungry, I just stopped you, and you're welcome. Also, it's food. I don't like the dirty titles. Just no, yucca. Call it covered, smothered, loaded, but dirty, yeah. John Candy could do it. Oh, I just gagged a bit. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 96 ounces of mayonnaise. No, thanks. The Who Dares Wing competition. Oh, these are going to be something stupid. 25 wings tossed in five flavors. Texan-style barbecue, piri-piri, sweet chili, spicy dry rum. So these are over-the-top super hot. One person, five sauces, 25 wings. Well, I could do that if the sauces weren't, like, super hot. There you go. So if you're ever going to Bristol, Tennessee, not Connecticut, or not not Tennessee or Connecticut, but England, there you go. Now, Hangtown Jen sent me this story. Um. And I need to do this story and give it some uh, some some revenants here. A spear fisherman in Australia looks to have appeared to escape death after a photographer with a drone came across him being harassed by an aggressive shark. Attention in the water. Be advised, State Parks is asking us to make an announcement to let you know you are paddleboarding next to approximately 15 great white sharks. Get the fuck out. Sadly, there's no racha in this story. There's no... Racha. Matt Woods was sitting on his balcony in Australia when he sent out his his, uh, drone, probably to go spy on naked gals around the old apartment complex. Says, Crikey's, I spotted the shark right away, and there was a big bait, uh, bait ball of fish. And as I got closer, I could see it was also circling the diver in the water. The diver was fending the shark off, poking it with his spear gun. The shark then went after his float that attached to the diver. He was charging it and trying to bite, thrashing about. Um, motherfucker got spear gun. Uh, look, look here. This is what I want to do. This is a, hey, for all you spears, uh, fishing enthusiasts, you need to come to the as, as heard on the Arnie State show store. Cause you see, this is what I'd like to invent. I would like to invent a waterproof bazooka. Now you see, it's simple. We, we can put like torpedoes in there. 
because we know you can shoot shit in the, in the ocean, right? And it's, it, 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 it's you know, a, a, a one of the little ones, you know, the kids could use it if they needed to, little rocket launcher. And you swim around with that. If all of a sudden you got a shark problem, you pull out the, the, the ro- Arnie's rocket launcher, the ARL, Arnie's rocket launcher. ARL 1717, just because I like the number 17. Now it sounds really like an official thing. The AR, ARL 1717. You're scuba diving maybe with your family. You're having a little bit of fun. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you hear that. You're like, oh, shit. Then all of a sudden, you hear a helicopter over your head. Attention in the water. Be advised, State Parks is asking us to make an announcement to let you know you are paddleboarding next to approximately 15 great white sharks. You find the biggest shark, you set your little sights on him, and kaboom! You blow that bitch to hell where he fucking belongs. And the smell of that rotting carcass in the water will drive the other sharks away. And I just saved you and your family's life. You're welcome. The ARL 1717, not yet available. Pre-orders are being uh, being taken right now with a uh, a $2,000 deposit. So there you go. This guy, poor guy spent over 30 minutes fighting off that shark. That alone had to be insane. And a spear gun, isn't that one shot? Oh, yeah. So he had a poker. He had him a stick. But I'm telling you, with the ARL 1717, get yours now. Sharks aren't going to be a problem anymore in the water. Uh, caveat being the only Indian kids now know how to shoot the rocket launchers. Not, they're not Indians. Middle Eastern kids. None of which have ever seen the ocean. And they, the shark, a Mako shark, the article said there are only 10 documented cases of these sharks attacking since 1580. The cheetah of the water can swim 60 miles an hour. Yeah, not uh, my, my bazooka, the ARL, the Army rocket launcher, the underwater ARL, 1717. Oh, it's going to go faster than 60. Oh, yeah, I could shoot this at subs if I wanted to. Mm-mm. No thanks, man. No thank you. This is why I don't paddle. This is why you don't go out in the ocean, people. Just telling you. Now, our final story of the day. This is one of those heartwarming stories. But I do have a caveat at the end. This is the story about Wanda and James Wold. Wanda's 96. Jim... 94. They were married 73 years ago in Iowa. Oh, my God. Isn't this amazing? Oh, this is such a great. The reason why we're doing this story about Jim and Wanda is because, sadly, Wanda passed away one morning. 
couple have been married for 73 years. Wanda, who's 96, she was the older of the two. She died. And here's the sad part. Later that evening after Jim received a visit from his daughters, this is 15 hours later, he died as well. Oh, they say, they, this is what they said. God was up to something today, calling them both to heaven 15 hours apart. I got to say this right now. I I am betting, if, if, if I was truly a betting man, I would bet that Jim, for those 15 hours, was slamming alcohol shots because finally, just finally, oh, this has got to feel so good for him. I mean, he gets this. Wait, where is it? Come on now. Where is it? You know he opened the door to this. Freedom! Freedom! Here it is. He's got his shirt off, swinging it around. Probably overexcited himself. Probably was so drunk. Probably tried cocaine for the first time. I don't know. But he died that night. Man, this guy couldn't even get 15 hours of freedom. Stuck with her for 73 years. 73 years of nagging. Being right by his side at every fucking turn. All this guy wanted to do, and he couldn't even avoid his damn kids. I'd call up the kids, yeah, your mother died. No, don't come over. He had a heart attack at the strip club. Oh, this guy, you, you know that when he fucking, he started to clutch his heart, he's like, no, 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 I had big plans for tomorrow. I was going to get a tattoo. Motherfucker died. Oh, man. At least Johnny Cash got a couple months. Man. By the way, everybody out there who thinks I'm a terrible human being, see, that's all satire. That's what we call jokes. Okay? I'm sure after 73 years, he was heartbroken. He didn't know how to survive. He probably probably died. He, motherfucker probably died because he probably ate poison. Because she's going to be cooking for him every night. Motherfucker na- never cooked for himself. So he probably ate a rat trap by, by, by mistake and died. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the definition of men and women thinking differently. I'm thinking on how sweet they lived and died together. 
All you guys are like, freedom, you're goddamn right. Oh, man. Whew. I don't want to be with anybody else. I just, oh, I'm going to take this time. You know he took a long shower that day. I bet you he snuck a beer before 4 o'clock in the afternoon finally. There's nobody to nag him about drinking it too early. Oh, poor bastard. You poor son of a bitch. I'll be thinking about you today, sir, Jim. You, you know, you know that he's sitting there, he dies. Poof, he goes up there, and he sees her in the long line. He's like, fuck. Finally gets to the pearly gates. Yeah, my name's Jim Wolt. Oh, wow, Jim. Yeah, your wife was, she's here too. She just got here. I think that's her waiting at the gate, and she's just standing there. He's like, can you just send me to hell? Like, God's not real. How about that? No, Jim, you've lived a good life. You're coming in here. (laughs) No. Just (laughs) guys, guys, if you're married to an angel of a woman, most of you are. And, and, and you've, you've been with her for 60 years, 70 years. If she dies, go out and commit a murder immediately. That way you're guaranteed to go to hell. That way you can survive eternity in peace. I like how you pictured a long line. It, it's a long, fast line. It's not like Disney. It's a fast line up there. Um. Uh, I picture no line of uh, warm, fluffy robe and slippers waiting for me. Maybe a Dr. Pepper. That's fine. No, see, I see the line just because the world is such a big place. So many people die every day. You got to be in this line. And like I said, the line is quick. They know who you are. They check you off. All right, welcome on in. Here you go. Here's your little hat. You can put it on top of your other hats. It's a halo. You can have the wings, you can tuck them into church, you can show them off like other people do. You can fly and do all that kind of stuff. Come on in. Yeah, he's begging St. Peter to go to hell. Look, man, I, I cheated on my taxes. No, you didn't. I've got and, and and you're trying to lie to St. Peter up there. I cheated on my taxes. No, you didn't. Uh I had impure thoughts. Everybody does. I wanted to kill my wife. Join the club. It's like no, you're, you're getting in, pal. You know, as soon as that gate opens, there's old Wanda. Chevy, it's me. Just walk right by. Chevy, no. <laughs> Joan 21 says she's waiting with her arms crossed. But that looked like it's been long enough. What have you been doing the last 15 hours? She's standing there, arms crossed. The the, the foot is tapping. What are you doing here? Yeah, that's his first response. He pulls a Chris Hansen. Oh, my God, not that. Not a Chris Hansen. Oh, my God. Now I got to find him. Now that I said it, I have to find it. Please be here. Oh, shit. What are you doing here today? Well, I just died, and, uh...
And apparently I'm selfish. I pictured it as my heaven. The world did not exist. I did not share. Just me and my perfect place. Fuck, I forgot about the rest of society wanting to join heaven, too. Okay, real quick. Just, uh, let, let me give you my theological thought. Because I've, I've seen questions about this, and I'm going to end the show with this. I'm like, you don't have to be a believer in God to enjoy this show, and I'm not going down religious crazy talk here. I've seen the question posed a lot of times. Who is the first person that you're going to look for in heaven? For me, it's a no-brainer. The first person I look for is going to be my birth mom. I know what she looks like. And I imagine they'll point, they'll give me directions to her. But I know for a fact that when I go see her, my dad will be with her. I think everybody pictures heaven or the afterlife differently, whether you believe or you don't believe. If you believe that we go into the ground, hey, more power to you. Somebody's wrong. But that's what I picture. I, I picture your heaven is whatever heaven you, you picture. That, that's truly what I think that a utopia would be. And that's what mine would be. Simple. Yeah, they got to have Copenhagen Dr. Pepper, though. I, I, I ain't doing without that. I'm just, I, I'm, I, look, I'll talk to the big guy up there. I'll be like, hey, look, I know I had some shortcomings on earth, the alcohol and the drugs, but I gave those up. Now you want me to give up Dr. Pepper and Copenhagen? You, you might need to send me back. I, I, I mean, I might not be here for too long. No, see, here's the thing. Hangtown Jen, I don't want you to think of yourself as selfish. Heaven is what you make it. If you want yours to be that for you, then that's what I hope you get. I, I don't find it selfish at all. If I'm in somebody's version of their heaven in the afterlife, I okay, great. If I'm not, okay, great. I might go look at, you know, for like Arnold Palmer and Babe Ruth and all those, you know, people and say, hey, you know, I was a big fan of yours on earth. And can we play some golf today? My heaven is I can get a foursome with Michael Jordan, Ben Hogan, and Arnold Palmer. <laughs> That's my heaven. <laughs> and no, I don't invite my dad. Fuck you, dad. You've been here long enough. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for me today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, tomorrow is, is, is tomorrow, what? Wait, hold on. Tomorrow is already? Pump day! Are you kidding day. me? Pump day! Are you serious right now? Oh my gosh. Already? <whistles> That's awesome, yo. So, until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So, until tomorrow, adios, everybody. <laughs>
expensive vice I still believe in matrimony But I can't afford another try Child support and alimony Is just about to bleed me dry I got exes all across the country And I owe everybody in town I got bill collectors calling me up And lawyers trying to track me down I'm just one wrong move from the poorhouse But I don't belong in there I got so many exes and oh so much I ought to be on Hollywood Squares Yeah, I ought to be on Hollywood Squares myself to blame I guess I should have checked the price tag before I gave them my last name now my credit ratings in the gutter and the bottom line sure looks bad I'll be paying the rest of my life for the few good times I've had I got exes all across the country Calling me up And lawyers trying to track me down I'm just one wrong move from the poorhouse But I don't belong in there I got so many exes And oh so much I ought to be on Hollywood Squares Here they ought to put me on Hollywood Squares Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.